Psalms 20. Psalms 20. Okay. Okay. In the day of trouble, the Most High, he will hear us in the day of trouble. The name of... And we see the name, the name of the Most High God of Jacob defends you. Send you help from your sanctuary, strengthen us out of Zion. Remember your offerings, accept the burnt sacrifices. We know that Yeshua has fulfilled it, but we'll just confess we are sacrificing within ourselves. As we have the loins that were put, the loins, the insides of us were put on the altars for sacrifice, for burnt sacrifice. We know now we die of ourselves daily so that no more memories of our pains are inside of our organs. So these are our burnt sacrifices as they are spiritual. They're not physical, but they're spiritual. And so we remember these are the offerings we bring to you, Father. And so we accept. I hope that we, we pray that you accept what we present out of our heart. And so we ask that you grant us according to our own heart that you fulfill all your counsel. We rejoice in your salvation. In your name, Yeshua, we will set up banners. We will announce it to the people. We fulfill all your petitions. Know I that the Most High, he saved his anointed. This is what the Most High, Yeshua, this is what he says. He is the salvation of our souls, and he will hear him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in their chariots. They trust in the riches of this world and some in the protection of their guns. But we will remember your name, the Most High out of Israel. We will remember your name, Yeshua. We will always remember you. They are brought down and are fallen. We are rising and stand up. Save the Most High. Let the King hear us when we call. And we just continue to look at what we're going to do in these times as a call. We must hear we must we, we pray that everything be done according to your word. So now we take a look at Psalms fourteen. Now the fool, many of us become foolish when we think there's nothing gonna happen. Now the fool said in his heart, There is no most high. They are corrupt, they are corrupt, they have done abominable things. There is none that doeth good. This is what the fool says. The Most High, he looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand to seek the Most High God. They are going aside. They are altogether become filthy. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. Have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge who eat up my people as they eat bread and call not upon the Most High. There they were in the great fear, for the Most High God is in great is in the generation of the righteous. And you shall be ashamed. You have ashamed the counsel of the poor, because the Most High God is his refuge. And so, as we look, we see that salvation of Israel comes out of Zion, and that's what we're going to continue to see as we continue to read. When the Most High brings back the captivity of his people, Yakub shall rejoice and Israel shall be glad. And so bringing back the captivity of the people 
knowing what we have to go through first, the time of the end, Jacob's trouble, the time like never before, many people are going to be void of hearing the message, the truth that's going to go towards the end of the word, the gospel. They're going to be void of hearing it. But now is the time for us to make a stand against um, this captivity that Babylon has taken the whole world by. Let's take a look at Matthew 24 as we see the times of the end. The times of the end will be like never before since there ever was on earth. Now we know in this time, many shall come in his name to see the many, saying they are the Christ, the Savior of this world. Many people are going to do that. Many people are fools saying, hey, um, there ain't none. I'm the one. And they're going to deceive many. You shall hear wars. You shall hear wars. Rumors of wars. You shall not be troubled. See that you not be troubled by all these things. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Okay? Nation will rise up against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines and pestilences, earthquakes in diverse places. Many places across the world, we see these things taking place. And so this is something we want to look at. Is it happening? Yes, it's happening. And so we'll take a look at that there, the earthquakes taking place in the world. They shall deliver you up to be afflicted, and they shall kill you. You shall be hated of all nations for my sake. Now, we'll see that as things change, this vaccination is rolling out, as many people will not decide to get it, and they're shutting down the borders. Many people are going to be afflicted for his name's sake because by his name means that you honor him in your body, in your heart, in your mind, your soul. So you will not want to get this. So many people are going to be afflicted for his name's sake when it comes to taking the vaccination, the mark. And so we have no knowledge of what these things be, what they do. And so we'll look at that, this vaccination here, what that looks like. Many shall be offended and they shall betray one another, shall hate one another. That's going to be that's going to what's going to happen when people find out that they have taken the vaccine and you haven't, and they find out that vaccination is really going to kill them, they're going to betray you. That's how it is when people get something, they get infected, and they feel they move in fear. Fear actually hurts. Hurt people hurt people. That's what's going to happen. And so many false prophets shall arise, deceiving many, because iniquity, no more love is going to take place, but fear is going to take place, but the love of many is going to wax cold. But he shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Now, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preaching to all the world for witness unto all nations. And then the end shall come. This is what has to take place first. So to look at anything that we just read, it's good to find examples. Are there earthquakes taking place today? And we can get something like an earthquake chart. And let me see, live chart, chart live. Give that picture, right? So we can see here in this image here, there's earthquakes. This is Australia. This is the United States. We have Africa. Mostly we don't see too many around Africa. You see that? Look at that. But you see a lot over here in um, Israel in this area here. Let's see if we can get this earthquake map up. All right. All right, so this is an earthquake map. This is uh, something you see. We see there are some in California, and we see some here in South America, um, none here. We do see around Australia, Japan, but they are going to be, it's, you see the most earthquakes taking place on the United States soil 
Now there's other earthquakes taking place as well, as we see here going down. And this is just one map, one map. We can get some more detail on this map. And so let me see, this is this is the government. They the government actually has a lot of earthquakes that take place here. Um this year. Okay, so let's see here. Do we have anything else? Alright, this is more detail. Look at this here. More detail here. Interesting, right? So what I'll do, I'll take this site here and copy it. And so take a look at this. Usually they're called fault lines. Fault lines is where um, the land is that will actually, if it's on a fault line, it will, it could actually break apart a country, a continent. So we see the fault lines here outlining these continents. Right? But you see a lot of earthquakes happening in and around here and there and there. But most of the, most of the earthquakes we see between the United States and Asia taking place. So judgments are happening, a lot of things are happening right here. Interesting, right? So, as we see there, um, oh, I did skip something. So, let me just put this one here. There was something earthquake, I just had earthquake. And put this here. As we continue down, we saw the earthquakes. Now, many people, it says, are going to be afflicted. They're going to deliver you up and shall kill you, be afflicted. We talk about the vaccinations. All right. So vaccinations, let's take a look at um, the, there's a reason why they were um, coming out with the zombie movies. Right. So let's, let's look at this. Okay, there's a reason why they're coming out with this movie. Um, you know, many people are volunteering for uh, the zombie movies to play in it when it first came out. And people were like, you know, whatever's coming out during the 50s, 40s, these like horror movies about things happening in a country near you, they always say a theater near you. Well, take a look at some of this stuff here. CDC's in sand. If you're not paying attention to CDC, uh, you're not paying attention to what the agenda is to take place on people. Okay, so take a look at here. Um, CDC guidelines for zombie conflicts are real, but need lots of content. Right now, who is this? This is a news channel, looks like. Right, as you see information here, the CDC they do offer guidelines. Okay, they do offer it, and we see that. Um, yes, but the post doesn't say anything about the okay actually happened, right? So instead, they make a general disaster preparedness guideline. So just frame around zombies because the pop culture interest is just a way to get more people educated about whatever it is. There is not going to be a guideline. No one's going to take the effort to do this if there wasn't. There's always been movies about. Viruses and spread of epidemics around people. So we just have to take more information and and go with that. But if you start to understand that the CDC is in control, 
If you look at uh, the movie Resident Evil, the CDC was in control of releasing the viruses. As you see, they have something to do with the vaccination. So, I mean, you can really avoid going through this if you want. People can really avoid it, or they can actually um, take a look at what's taking place. But just wanted to let you know there is information on that. And so I will also put this in here, vaccinations, because basically when you see our people being afflicted with these things, what's going to happen to them once you get the injection? What is that going to look like? So you have to think about that. Anything that's going in your body is not natural. Now, these things are untested. They're not, they don't have any, um, they haven't been tested on anything. So when something can go wrong, you know, that's what you have in the movies, like Frankenstein, something mutates the body. So that could be a problem there. All right, let's take a look at Jeremiah 30 and see something here. All right. Hello, the days come, saith the Most High, I will bring captivity of my people Israel and Judah, saith the Most High, I will cause them return to the land which I give their fathers, and they shall possess it. That's key right there. He's going to cause them to return to the land that is in the east, not here in the west. And these are the words that the Most High speak concerning Israel and Judah. Okay, these are the words. If you've got ears, let them hear what the Spirit says. For that says the Most High, we have heard the voice of trembling, fear, and not of peace. I ask you now, whether you see a man do of travail with a child, wherefore do you I see every man with his hands on his loins as a woman in travail? All the faces turn into paleness. Alas, that great, the day is great, so none is like it. Even the time of Jacob's trouble, and he, but he shall be saved out of it. And we're going to see who that looks like, who's going to be saved out of it. Okay, We're going to see what that looks like. For it shall come to pass in that day, the most high that I will break the yoke from off his neck and burst your bonds, and strangers shall no more serve themselves of him. But they shall serve the Most High, their Elohim, David, their king, whom I raise up. In due time, this will happen after the resurrection. The first resurrection after this time, the saints of the Most High will come down on earth and, and put all rule under his authority. And this is the faith that we have to know, that we've been made in the image of the Most High to receive the glory. And it's up to us whether you receive the mark because you love this life and this world than to live by faith and receive the eternal redemption of your soul. Therefore, fear not, my servant, Jacob. Neither be dismayed. You're going to be dismayed at the signs of the heathens? For I will save you from afar, your seed from the land of their captivity. Jacob shall return and shall be in rest and shall be quiet None shall make him afraid. And that is the promise that he made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Before we go there, we have a place to go that he's always prepared for us. It's in the wilderness. We'll see that. For I am with you, says the Most High, save you. Though I make a full end of the nations where I scattered you, yet I will not make a full end of you. But I will correct you, you in measure, and I will not leave you altogether unpunished. So, the Most High says, your bruise is incurable, your wound is grievous. The wounds that we have are within us. It's, it's uncurable because we do not forgive. We have not, when we accept Yeshua as our Savior, when we really know that he is our Savior, when we really believe that and have that faith in him, acceptance is one thing because he says, be like a dove. When you're like a dove, you're free. 
you love, you're gentle. And so when we're not free, our wounds, we have wounds inside of us. We're hurting other people. We're not really free. We're still in bondage, even if we think we're free because you have a little money to do this and do that. It's the freedom starts within, for the kingdom of heaven is within. All your lovers have forgotten you. All your lovers, according to the ways of this world, the pride of life, the lust of the flesh, the cares of this world, money, the rules all evil, these things, the lust for that, these things, all your lovers forgotten you. They seek you not, for I have wounded you with the wound of an enemy, with a chastisement of a cruel one, for the multitude of your iniquities, because your sins were increased. Love cover a multitude of sin. It's up to us to actually undo that. And he says, I'll make you a new creature. And that is through his blood. He has to redeem you. So his blood is peace. It is life and peace. That's the covenant that he made with us. And you want that in your flesh, in your blood. So your temple is where the Holy Spirit dwells. He makes you a holy habitation. Why cries you in your affliction? Your sorrow is incurable for the multitude of your iniquity because your sins were increased. Same thing as Babylon as we're going to see. Your sins increase. It's incurable. I have done these things unto you. Therefore, all they that devour you shall be devoured. And your adversaries, every one of them, shall go into captivity. And they that spoil you shall be a spoil. And a prey upon you will I give for a prey. And see, all these things are going to happen to those who love Babylon. All people in Babylon, this will happen to you. For I will restore health unto you, and I will heal you of your wounds, said the Most High. How? Through Yeshua I sent my son, my only begotten son. I sent him. For he, the Father loved the world. He first loved us. He loved us that we come out of the world. He, he loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for those who believe in him. And we believe you have the heart to do and live as them. You change your ways. For our ways are not the most highest ways. So we have to change. Because that is when we recall the outcast. Saying this is Zion. Who no man seeketh after. And so we are looking to be the apple of his eye. That is Zion. That is the remnant of Israel. That's coming out of Babylon. Now, wherever we are from the four corners of earth is up to us to understand the times, the vision that even Daniel was given. And so we see, what does the time of the end look like? He says, it came to pass Daniel had seen the vision. As he sought the meaning, he behold and stood one before him, appearance of men. And we see even angels take the form of men. They can receive, you can receive messages. It's how you're connected with the Most High, how you receive it. Some receive in dreams. Some receive it close encounters. And so now he says, Behold, I make you to know what shall be the last end of the indignation. The indignation is the Father, he is mad. Yeshua is mad, he's coming back with vengeance, the day of vengeance, this time of trouble like never before. For at the time appointed, the end shall be. What it shall be? And in the last time of the kingdom, their kingdom, the time of the Gentiles, their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance, and understanding dark sentences shall stand up, and in his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. He shall destroy wonderfully, and shall prosper in practice, and destroy the mighty and the holy people. We know the holy people are Zion, the saints of the Most High. And so this is, a, this is where we want to be, those who are turning to be righteousness, to love with all your heart, might, and soul. 
the Father and love your neighbor as yourself and do the law, statutes, and judgments to those who have a poor spirit. Those who have a high, haughty spirit, take the dust off your feet, move away. We're making the gospel, we're making this path straight for the gospel. The gospel has got to be teached, it got to be preached to the ends of the world. No matter what souls we touch, let us preach the gospel. And through his policy, also his craft, he shall cause his craft to prosper in his hand, and he shall magnify himself in his heart, and peace shall destroy many. By peace he shall destroy many. He shall also stand up against the prince of these princes, but he shall be broken without hands. And so this, there's going to be one who's going to call others to worship him. And so in that time of trouble, like never before, it's up to us to understand what to do in these times, not to be deceived. Many are going to rise up and call themselves the Christ, the anointed, the one that came to save the people. Many shall come deceived. And all this stuff is going to take place as many people are being deceived, losing faith, even to take the vaccination. Now, let's take a look at, we kind of skipped a few things here. All right, this is the time of Jacob's trouble. Let's look at what that looks like. Who brought about this? All right, we know that when we look at the nations, the heathens, who's in control? Well, we see the United Nations. They're in control of what's taking place here. And it says the world order based on arms control. What is this arm control about? Use of force. Call for disarmament commission. They're going to look to disarm people. And so, as we see here, it's a world order, a new democracy. Anytime you see democracy, just know, just like Star Wars, just know it's not in your best interest. Okay? Many years, parents may have been saying, hey, you're a Democrat. Not in your best interest. Democrats have never been in the best interest. Okay. Um, based on security, on effective of arms control, disarmament, and rejection of unilateral use of military force, which they said undermine international security and encourage possession of states of weapons of mass destruction. They're going to be looking for uh, countries like Korea. They're going to. This is what they say their agenda is, but also their agenda is also against the people. Okay, anyone that makes a opposition to them. They're going to look after weapons of mass destruction. They did it in Afghanistan. Really, it's not about that. It's really about control, bringing them under their control. They're going to seek to do that. But they're also looking to do that against our people. Not just our people, the whole world. So the time of Jacob trouble, like never before, is going to come. And just to know how it's going to come, they're using these agencies, like the World Health Organization, to push this agenda of government population control. This is a guy in 1974. He issued out uh, implications of worldwide population growth. And we see that being pushed by other people today, like Bill and Melinda Gates. They're pushing money for population control with these vaccinations. So these, this is important about understanding the times that we're in. And you see that the economy... Based on that economy, if we look at the economy, where is it taking that place? It's taking place in healthcare. It's taking place on the airlines. So different industries are rolling out the vaccinations uh, slowly before it is mandated on others in the European countries. Now they're trying to also get a hold of the Africa continent. They're trying to get a hold of that. But they won't be able to do it because it says the earth, the most high, had the earth help. And where do we dwell the most at? 
we dwell there most more than anyone. That's where our earth is. Because now we have foreigners to take the earth from us in Israel. We are not there. So where are we the most at? We're in Africa. And we have to make sense of the times that we're in. All right. So now we see in Daniel, um, the Kissinger Report is taking place. It's going to be taking place on a lot of developing countries. That's what it's all about here. Let me see here. These are the developing countries here. Right? Pakistan, Nigeria, Mexico. What are they doing? If you don't get abortion, if you don't become homosexual, if you don't, anything that deals with procreation, they're saying, hey, if you don't do this, we're not giving you any relief from what? HIV, from what? Um, COVID, from anything, we will not give you any relief. Or, matter of fact, Boko Haram in Nigeria, we won't, give, we won't help you either. Okay? We will take our military from you and you will deal with him yourself. Okay? Now, they know he's a murderer. He kidnapped tens of thousands, but they said, you know what? We're going to refuse. Okay, you don't if you you Nigeria you don't legalize contraceptions and homosexual homosexuality which we know is abomination and you see the times the Gentiles are being fulfilled in their abomination. We're going to withdraw what financial and military aid from the people. That's what's going to take place here. Okay, as you see Ecuador, as you see these countries, the uh, you know pretty much refusing aid from them, you will see that hey. They're targeting them still. So where we gather the numbers, where we united the most, we're united most in Africa because now we have to be gathered again. And so it's the best place to go would be where our people are gathered, united together. Okay, um, people can go back to their captives if they don't understand the times we were in before. Well, who were your oppressors? You know, who who were part of the transatlantic slave trade? Let's go to. Um, let me see. Slave trade. Slave trade. Okay. Slave trade um, Africa. Right? How many slave trades were they? Right? Uh, slave trades, United Nations, okay? Same one dealing with power today, same thing. The times of Intel not yet fulfilled. Ever since they took history of African slave trade. I mean, where have we been? Okay? See, see, same site, United Nations, right? Right? So where what 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 so you see on the west part of Africa they went where South Africa South America is this our country no that's how they made a people from us okay and we go over here still the west okay this is over here in the the west the, the blow but you have this region over here and you have that region over there and then also in Africa we take a look we should have the west I mean the east and the north we see the um, like, this is just one slave trade here. This is just transatlantic because it came from the West. Right? But we have a North African slave trade by the Arabs, and we also have a, because uh, the Arabs are not European, so they don't have them there. And then you have also a Jewish slave trade from the East over here. Okay? So when we forget what happened to us and we run to the other people for help, here we go. Here we go. All right. Transatlantic slave trade, Trans-Saharan, Trans-Saharan, right there. Indian Ocean. Indian Ocean is on the east. Okay, the Indian Ocean. All right, let's see if we can get that map up again. All right, see the Indian Ocean over here? That's the east, right there. That's the east, right there. Okay? So let's not forget where we were. Okay? I'll close this side out there and bring this one here. Indian Ocean, Red Sea. 
did we not leave the Red Sea when we cross over? Yeah, this is like this is like important for us to not forget, right? So these are just good things to remember. Remember your history, your history, okay? So all these things, they're gonna lay your hands on you. How are they gonna do that? Through what well, he did through the slave trade before, but now they're putting a vaccination for you. They're targeting you. The enslavement in Africa. They're looking for that again. And how many people do not how many people are blinded because they, they forget about their history? You don't forget what took place to you. Okay? So if you understand that, you know, these people that are in power, who's the kings and rulers that it was talking about? So we were in Daniel, taking a look at Luke. We're just slowing down a little bit to get more information about the scripture. Right? All right, so behold, the days will come. You shall not be left upon another. Okay? Days will come. You talking about the temple? No, the temple is destroyed and everything. Right? That, that, that took place. But the same thing that took past already, nothing new in the sun, is happening again. Take heed that you be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I'm the Christ. All right? Now, we know that there's going to be commotion of wars. If we don't know that, let's take a look at that. All right? So, uh, wars, uh, we'll say, we'll say, we'll say, we'll say, uh, military, we'll say military, okay? Because militaries are actually beefing up. Military, uh, world military. How about that? World military. Military. Uh Ranking, 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 ranking. That's good. Ranking. Okay. Why are they getting their military up so much? Right. Right. Let's get here. Global, global firepower. Okay. Strength and ranking. Okay. What, what, what this is all about? Why is military the big thing here? Okay. You want to compare the powers? All right. Let's look at this one here. Interesting. Compare powers. Why is something like this taking place now? Okay. All right. Uh, European Union, we see North America, South America. We see these regions, manpower, top of it. Like, all this is data. And you can go in there and find out information and stuff like that. Um, you can go on YouTube and see different countries and how they're beefing up their military. This is Brazil, but um, look at what's going on here. Okay, United States, they got they got numbers on people on on a country's military ramping up, and we're just dealing with what fighter and scepter strength. By these are fighters, okay, jets, bombers, okay, all right. So you look at the United States there, the China right behind them, right, right, right. Like why is this important right now? Okay, and we can go through this. We'll spend so much time on this. But I just want to make you aware about the military comparisons because they're getting ready for war. So I'm going to just take this site here and also bookmark it there. And um, just know that the heathens, this is why through the heathen rage. Oh, this might, you know, yeah, you've got to, you've got to um, put all nations, all nations will think they're going to fight against the most high. They can't do that. They can't do that. Right. They'll try it, but they'll be destroyed. So rumors of wars is yeah, is taking place. 
right? Earthquakes, we kind of touched on that. They're going to lay your hands on you, persecute you. Yeah, that's going to happen. Even your own people will do that because they don't believe the gospel, right? They want to believe what they've been teaching, and they don't want to admit that they're wrong. So you got a lot of people that's working behind you, working um, your own people working against you, even the Gentiles working against you. So that's why it's going to be a remnant. A lot of our people are going to be cut off, right? And he's just letting you know he's going to give you a mouth of wisdom, right? With all your adversaries, because he's going to lead you with the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit. You've got to trust in him, okay? Now, you're going to be betrayed your, your parents and brethren, your kinsfolks. You just got to know who you're dealing with, okay? Just know who you're dealing with. But depending on who you know who you're dealing with, if they got the vaccination, do know you're going to be betrayed, all right? So, uh, you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, all right? Just, just know anybody got vaccinated, you start talking about what they got, right? You're going to see a cringe in them, you know? Nobody, nobody wants to see themselves uh, say that they're going to die. They're going to hate you. Anybody you tell going to die, they're going to hate you, all right? There you go. So Jerusalem, compass, armies are going to compass, you know, armies are raising up right now. Now, it says we, we were in the land when this took place. We had nowhere to go but into the mountains. However, now we have, we're going to see where we go. You get it. We're in Babylon. This is when we were in uh, Jerusalem. We were in Israel. We're not in Israel now. We are aware. We're in America and Babylon. Okay. Who were the ones that took us into captivity? We see the United Nations and we see America. Right. So it's Babylon. He sits on many waters. We shall see that as well. Ezekiel. Take a look at Ezekiel here. All right. Ezekiel. All right, so we got examples for everything we're looking at. He says, I'm going to set my glory among the heathen, okay? The heathen shall see my judgment I have executed, my hand that I have laid upon them. So the house of Israel shall know that I am the most high, their Elohim, the most almighty power. That day shall, that day and forward. They're going to know, okay? So you're going to see the destruction of the heathen taking place. And the heathen shall know the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity. Now they're going to get it, Okay? After he put them down, all rule under his authority. Because they trespass, they trespass against me. They hid, and therefore I hid my face from them. Before I used to hear from the Most High. But now it's hard to hear from them. It's hard to know what to do because we don't seek him. We don't um, do what we know need to do for him. We're serving ourselves. According to the uncleanness, according to the transgressions, have I done unto them, and I hid my face from them. Now I bring the captivity of Yacoub and have mercy into the whole house of Israel and I will be jealous for my holy name. You're jealous over us. You see that? He gonna, he's your protection. So we'd be foolish to think that he's not protecting us. And we talk about the remnant, those who have purified themselves, those who have a contract broken heart, those who know him, not according to the ways of the world, but according to his word. His word is above his name. So we know him. Those that seek him daily in their affliction. After that, they have borne their shame, their trespasses. This is all the people who we've seen earlier who they said their wounds are incurable. Yeah. So all their trespasses wherewith they may trespass against me. Okay. When they dwell safely in their land, none shall make them afraid. So those people, some are going to stay, and those people that stay, these are those who harden their heart. They're going to be stiff necked people. But those who do leave, you're going to be dwelling safely. You're going to be all right. And no one's going to make you afraid. So we want to look at the difference between our people, those who are stiff-necked, stubborn, rebellious. Yeah, there are people, you, you kick the dust off your feet, leave them, 
for those who hear him, he will allow you to dwell safely, and none shall make you afraid. No matter what powers the nations have over what lands they think they have. When I brought them again from the people and gathered them out of their enemies' lands, okay? This is what he's saying. Either he's going to gather you or the time that he gathers us is after the tribulation. We'll see that as well. It's going to be after the tribulation. But before the tribulation, you, it's up to you to deliver yourself, that he may be sanctified in the sight of the nations, because he's going to put down all rule under his authority, which takes place after the tribulation, the three and a half years of trouble. It's going to be famine. It's going to be pestilence, sickness, disease during this time. You do not want to be in a European country. Guaranteed. Now, then shall you know that I am the Most High, your almighty power, which caused them to be led into captivity among the heathen, but I have gathered them unto their own land and have left none of them any more there. Left none of them any more there. See that? That's what this is all about here. Um, he's, he's not going to leave us in captivity among the heathen. So it's up to us to declare his word to the people. Now, this is what's going to take place if we don't heed the warning. This is what's going to take place here. All right. Let me go back here and get this verse here and see what he says. We don't hear, we don't take heed of his warning. All right. Therefore, say unto the house of Israel, saith the Most High, Repent. Turn yourselves from your idols. Turn away your faces from all your abominations. For everyone at the house of Israel or of the stranger that sojourneth in Israel, which separateth himself from me, and set of idols in the heart, and putteth a stumbling block of his iniquity before his face, that cometh to a prophet to, to inquire of him concerning me, I, the Most High, will answer him by myself, and I will set my face against that man, and I will make him a sign and a proverb, and I will cut my face off from the midst of my people, and you shall know that I am the Most High. And you see here... Yeah, he's going to cut off a lot of our people. A lot of our people not knowing him, he's going to cut them off. And it's up to us to understand the times that we're in. And if the prophet be deceived and he has spoken the thing, I, the Most High, have deceived that prophet. And I will stretch out my hand upon him and I will destroy him from the midst of my people. And so you see this again. You know, a lot of our people, we're going to have double fronts. We have the Gentiles, that's one front, the, those who are conspiring against to vaccinate all of the people, even the holy people. To do that in addition to our own people. They don't come with the gospel. They just come with doctrine. They're just interested in the praise of men. You're going to be crucified. You're going to also get it from your own people, and he's going to cut off them as well. So we have double friends, our own people, those who look like us, even your own family members, those who got vaccinated. So you you got, you got a lot of fronts you have to look at because he said he's going to deliver out a remnant of his people, those that hear him. And so we have to look at what is going to be the punishment of their iniquity for these idols that they have in their heart. A lot of people have the idols of men. They love the praise of men. That's their idol. They, they got a mindset of the Gentile. The Gentile mind or the Gentile spirit is going forth into this earth. And we got to understand who has that Gentile spirit. Once you understand who has a Gentile spirit, you depart from evil. Depart from that. And now it's going to be a time of gathering. If our people are not gathering together, that time of the end will be like never before. You're going to be running for your dear life. 
Now, the house of Israel, as we see the punishment here, the punishment is going to happen to the house of Israel for their iniquity, okay, for the evil doings, for the wrong doings that you do to one another. That's why your wound is incurable. The people that do not know the Most High, because they have not acknowledged, they have not broken, they have not been broken. You have wounds within your organs, and if you do not clear out the wounds within your organs, you still are not whole. Yeshua came to make everyone whole, that the house of Israel may, know, may, may go no more astray from him, neither be polluted anymore with all their transgressions. Anything you do is recorded in your blood and your water and the spirit. Spirit, whether you have the spirit of a sinner or you got the spirit of the most high Holy Spirit, that spirit, these three things bear witness on earth against you. Your spirit, the blood, and the water. Whether you've been baptized or not, you have water in you, and that water will be your judgment. Whether you get destroyed from the inside because your water and then you've been polluted. Or the blood itself be polluted by the organs. Because every time we do something to hurt one another, our, we have a wound, an injury. We, it's being recorded in your flesh, your soul. So you can't run from it. We have to acknowledge our transgressions, the things that we've done, so that we can move on and restore it, get a perfect heart. A perfect heart, a perfect love, it casts out fear. But they that be my people, and I may be their what? Almighty Elohim, okay? Almighty power. Okay. So this is the word that he came. When the land sins, this is what happened. Even with Babylon, this is what's going to happen. He's going to break off the staff of bread. It's going to be a famine. He's going to see a famine, definitely. He's going to cut off man and beast, okay? So these three men, even though they were in it, okay, they say their own soul. So no matter if you're in Babylon and you are righteous, you just want to make sure your righteousness is, is yes, your righteousness is good. Otherwise, you're going to need some time to get your righteousness up. And your righteousness that you do is according to people, not according to yourself. All right. Your organs, your light comes from within. Your light, when you shine it, it is bright because people can now drink. They can receive what? When they're hungry, they can receive meat. The meat that we talk about is Yeshua's flesh. That flesh is his word, the word of the Most High. And so that word is gospel. Without the gospel, we have nothing. So I cause no some beasts to be passed through the land, they will spoil it. They will make it desolate. No man will pass through it. And so, as we see, you see the four sword judgments here. The four sword judgments are these. The sword. The sword that comes upon the land. Okay? Even though these men, they were delivered out of it. The next judgment is what? Pestilence. You see that? Pestilence is fury. going to come. Alright? So if you want to be in Babylon, these are the things that take place here. Alright? So here's the four sword judgments here. Alright? The sword. The famine, the noisome beast, and what? The pestilence. Okay? Sickness and disease. We see COVID. Ain't no other sickness, the pestilence bigger than this. Okay? You see another famine like the bubonic plague back then? Well, they're going to make this one happen because in that they got microbes and these 5G cables they're putting up. They're putting up in all European countries. So if you're in a European country, guess what's going to happen to you? This vaccination, this chip that's in people, it has these 5Gs. They get to speak within them. Get the, they get mind control people, but also they radiate this COVID, this outbreak. They radiate, like Resident Evil in the movie. So it gets to radiate this vaccination out to the people. So actually, it's not a vaccination. It is actually what we call a transmission. Okay? It is a transmission. So that's why they land up 5G cables. So all these things, 
yes, you have to make the connections. If you don't make the connections, we don't know what times we're in. So famine. Okay, it's going to be famine. There was plenty before. Things are going to happen where it's going to become famine. Okay, in years of famine, uh, that's what's going to take place. And you see notes and thieves, you see pestilence, and you see the sword. People are going to be killing each other. Okay, all right. So this was taking peace out of the earth. Okay, and you see the same thing as we read in Revelation 6. All right, uh, let me see. I got Revelation 6 down below. We'll get to that one. But it's just nice to line it up. Let me go in Revelation 6, and we'll... Ain't nothing new under the sun. All right. We talk about the four sword judgments. We see the white horse. He went forth to conquer, and this is what you do when you conquer. Use a sword, don't you? All right. That's how, what happens here. Now, another horse came out, red power. Okay, he was used to kill. Same thing, the sword. That's what takes place, okay? First, you got to conquer people's minds. They do that with COVID, okay? They got to conquer people's minds. People stop going to church. People stop hearing the word. There's going to be a famine hearing the word, okay? And so we have another one, this black horse here, scale of balances here. And what takes, this is a famine here, okay? Famine here. Nothing new in the sun. We always get two more witnesses. Everything's established here. All right. Fourth seal. What happens? We got a pale horse. We see death. Death followed it. Right. Boom. Okay. These are the four sword judgments that take people's life. Who? They're wondering whose name not written in the book of life. Okay. To do that, I got to kill you. Population control. I'll kill you with hunger, famine, death, sword. You get. You guys kill each other. Have at it. You're in Babylon. Understand the times you're in. All right. So how long? How long is what they say. I just want to cover those things right there to show you nothing new in the sun, okay? All this is destined to happen. It's just a matter of who you decide to make your uh, place, your habitation. Ms. High, now he's going to make it around the people that he gathered together. Not when you scattered. You scattered. You're in the times of the end. Sorry. Um, if you're in a European, pest, uh, European country especially, you are going to be under their control. Now let's take a look at um, what these things look like, all right? And so this is Revelation 17. We haven't gotten to, I think I might have skipped something here, because we should be dealing with her first. Let me get this, uh, this uh, mystery woman, Babylon. Um, we've got to deal with her first. She's the introduction to all this. This is it, this is it, this is it. For some reason I didn't see it. Okay, this is, this is it. We're in the right place. All right, so there came out of the, and this is after the tribulation, after the seven horns. Seven horns going to bring seven, um, what we call, um, judgments upon the earth, and this is after the, uh, the there's going to be seven seals, and so right around the seven seals, there's going to be seven trumpets, the seven trumpet is when the saints the most high going to come up, so these seven trumpets are going to be blown during the tribulation. The six seals that we see in Revelation, they're going to be um, actually kicking off the beginning, those are the beginning of the troubles that are going to take place, and they're going to continue all throughout the tribulation. So we've seen Revelation 6, those six seals, and we are, there are actually seven seals. Revelation 7, um, Revelation 8, you'll see the seventh seal there. And it takes place in 7 too. He says, seal his servants. Okay? Seal his servants with the Father's name written in the forehead. And so he got to seal his servants because that's you're written in the book of life. All right. So, but right here, we see the, this is happening after, these vows of wrath are happening after these seven trumpets are blown. These seven trumpets. And so, there is the last trump. If everyone has not known that the last trump is the one of the calling and the resurrection. Okay, so after the seven trumps, we see the seven vows of wrath, the angels pouring out on where? On Babylon. This is 
after the this is after the saints of the Most High are in heaven. This will just take place after that. Now the vows of wrath. Then after that, then Yeshua and the saints of the Most High come down where Edom to judge Edom, destroy Edom. So in the world, put all powers under his authority. So now that we're here, it says here. The seven angels with the vows of wrath talk with me, saying, Come hither, I will show you the judgment of who? The great whore. She sits on what? Many waters. What does this mean? He sits on many waters. We'll see. Now, the kings with whom the kings of the earth did commit fornication, deliciously with, right? The earth have been made drunk of her wine of her fornication. What's the wine? When a woman's drunk, she just do whatever feels like, right? It's all in the feeling. So, where's her feelings? To see whose names are written in the book of life. So he carried me, me away in the spirit into the wilderness. I saw a woman sit in a scarlet-covered beast. Now she rides a beast, and we're going to look at that beast, what that beast is. Okay? We're not number whose name is not written in the book of life. That's what the beast's job is to do. We see the beast is going to be the government, the UN, and all the ones that put us in slave trade. Um, we have to understand. Full of names of what? Blasphemy? Having the seven heads, ten horns? You're going to see these seven heads emerge even today. On ten horns, we see them too. Now the the woman the woman was arrayed with purple and scarlet decked with gold and silver precious stones. What is this? Merchants men, merchant men. Okay, United States, European Union, they are merchant men. Anytime you see make, people making money from ships, freight, cargo, all that stuff, merchant men. Transportation, all that stuff, merchant men. It's how you export, import all goods from all around the world. Now, upon her forehead, the name was what? Mystery. Babylon the Great. People, it's a mystery because people don't know who Babylon the Great is. The mother of harlots, the abomination of nations. Okay? Now, I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints, the blood of the martyrs of Yeshua. I saw her and I wondered with great admiration. Now, if you, if you don't know who she is, what is the biggest church on earth? Alright? Now, we see seven heads, right? Uh, let's see here. Seven heads. Let me see. Wrong. Okay. And just give you some landmarks here. All right, let's see if that does anything for you. All right. So seven-headed beast, I mean, we can really like dig into it. Let's see if there's any revelation or anything we learn from this. Okay. So besides all of this, I wanted to get something out of this. All right, so let me get my seven-head and just go, go straight to it. All right, let me go straight to it. Because if it does show... Desire, you're going to have to speak up a little bit, okay? All right, let me know. Okay. So seven Thank heads. You. You, does that, okay, I'm bringing the mic closer. All right. So seven heads. Now, they could be countries of European unions, but also we're going to see something about the the place where she dwells. We're talking about the biggest church on earth. I'm glad you shared that with me. You didn't hear me. So the biggest church on earth. And we just wanted to get to this. And I didn't want to like use this reference. This is a decent reference, but what I want to do is show you exactly that there are some um, things to this here. Okay, there's some image. There's an image. She had to begin somewhere. So we see Rome here. As you will see, these were rulers here, rulers that came out of Rome, and from out of Rome now she is unified with the other European nations. But she came out of Rome. Okay, and so without going too much into that, seven mountains, let me see if they got anything there, Grecian, Roman, these empires that came together. So we see Greece, all these are Roman. This is all Gentiles, Gentile, Gentile, Gentile. 
So we're not looking at the powers of the Gentiles being fulfilled. We're not understanding that time. So let me see if this gives me anything here. All right, seven mountains, seven mountains and seven heads. Um, I like the geography. The geography was good. We don't have that here, but basically we wanted to show how Rome came out came out of Rome. Um, basically, this papacy, the papacy is what we see, the Roman Empire. Okay, And what they call themselves, as we see, they emerge. And we see here, if anyone knows of the Pope, we see that they inherited their power. You know, they got it from, they already was with pa pa uh, paganism. We don't with Constantine the Great who did change times and laws. Okay? And so they just emerged, and it got bigger and bigger and bigger, and they included um, everyone. But this is the religious. The woman that we see in Revelation, she's a religious, um, that's why it calls woman, because the woman of Israel, that's the woman, the bride of Christ. So this other woman, she says she has no king. She has no almighty. She has nothing to give allegiance to. And so that's why you'll see here the Pope, he does call himself a holy see, a father. Um, let's see. Okay. Okay. And in order for him to be the holy see, he has to have control. Okay. He has to have control over um, certain things. All right. So father, holy see, all these things. Um, let me see. Holy father. Now, we know in Scripture it says, call no man your father. Let me cancel that one out. This is a, we call Francis. But there's a black pope behind the scenes, and we're dealing with that. And so they say they're the church now. They're the church. So we go by the Gentiles, say the Gentiles are going to lead you to destruction. Right? So just giving you some information here. So Holy Father, the Roman pontiff, as the successor of Peter, is a what perpetual and visible principle foundation of unity of both the bishops and the faithful. So this is what they believe. They remember seeing the the he got power right here. Okay, the popes of uh, field the place of the vacant emperors. Okay, at Rome, inheriting their power, prestige, titles, paganism. Constantine left all to the bishop of Rome. Papacy is but a ghost of the deceased Roman Empire sitting crowned upon his grave. This is really good, good, good stuff here to let you know how the Roman Empire gave its power and authority over the bishops of Rome, papal church. Okay? So this is the... She works with the beast, and the, the beast, we're getting to the beast, okay? Now the beast is dealing with these European nations coming together. This is the time of the Gentiles being fulfilled. So they're working together, Okay, the biggest church on earth, we look at that. Let's see. The biggest church on earth, Roman Catholic Church. Let's say largest. I know that I come up. Largest church. I should put just I should just put largest church on earth. How about that? All right, largest church on earth. Okay, let's see what we get here. Okay, it's not that one. Where did it go? Okay, these are all, these are all Roman Catholic churches. 
Okay, the Vatican City. You see that Vatican City, largest churches. And, and if I, I want to get people, okay, all these are Rome. All these are Roman churches. Okay, all of them. All of them. These are just buildings here, but they do have people that go there now. I, I want to get stats. I didn't. I get the numbers, right? You see that? Um, stats. Can I get stats? All right. So let's see here. That's terrorist attack. Oh, oh, I want that one. That was good. Christian domination. There's no other um, bigger church on earth than Christianity, right? And you see uh, the Catholicism here. Um, this is this is everything here. Uh, Christianity, two point six billion. Um, there's no other church on earth bigger than this. None, right? I just wanted to show you um, by the orders, but if we go to, I mean, just just think about it. This is all around the world, all around the world. No other bigger than that. I want, there was a site I seen before that did all the religion, largest religion. Let me try religion. Let me try religion. How about? I had him in the middle. Never mind. Go ahead. I had a. He was in the circle. Right. Okay. See, there ain't no three of us on here. Him, me, and Shalaya. All right. Okay. So take a look at this, the largest religions on earth. And we're doing this because we want to go back to the Roman Catholic Church in terms of who is the biggest on earth. Because we're looking at the time of the end, it's like never before. We have to understand where we are. And we see, as again, we see the biggest one, Christianity. And we're talking about the Roman Catholic Church. And we saw those in numbers. Islam being second. We see Hinduism third, and so on. And so if we went back and see about this power here. Let's see right about here. Okay. So anything that we're doing, we're doing to prove out what the times of the end look like. So the Pope. We're dealing with the Pope, the place of the vacant emperors, inheriting power, prestige from paganism. Titles of paganism. That's how they got it. So when we're dealing with the woman, we have to identify who she is. We see this is the Holy See. Why they call them the Holy See? They have to have visibility on everything. And as you see here, they believe that this is they are the church. When Yeshua said to Peter about building his uh, church upon Peter, the rock, yeah, they believe that now, yeah, they are the ones. So instead of that, they actually call themselves what? Holy Father. So that's why when we see Revelation here, it says something about the woman. She's raiding property. She's raiding all these things, but she's also going to be drunken with the blood of the saints. Okay? The martyrs of Yeshua. When I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. Admiration. Why? 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 And so we look at going further into this. Um, everything we're looking at is the time of the end, like never before. What does this look like? This war with the saints. So it says, they worship the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worship the beast, saying, who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And there was given to him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to count 40 and 2 months. So we see that, that this time is going to be for a time of three and a half years, 42 months. And he opened his mouth with blasphemy against the Most High 
to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given to him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And that all dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose name is not written in the book of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. So we see here, basically, those, who, those whose name is not written in the book of life, that's who are targeted. So it's going to be everybody, as many souls as they can take under them with this vaccination. We see the vaccination nothing but the transmission of spreading a disease. And we see like the movie Resident Evil is the same thing with CDC involved for a zombie apocalypse. As you see these casket liners in different places waiting for this time to happen. There's nothing new under the sun. It's just that there are things that slowly release into the public's awareness and you have to put together the pieces. So as we see here, it's going to be time like never before. You know, this time which is going to be famine, sickness, disease, war. Yeah, nations are rising up against each other making war. But as we see when that time comes, at the end of tribulation, we will see that there will be lightning coming out of the east. And so we're not in the east. If we're not in the east, we're in the west being controlled by Europeans. Whatever that tribulation looks like, that's what you're going to have to suffer. So when it says... Light coming out of the east shineth in the west. Yes, it's going to shine. All, every, the sun rises in the east. It shines in the west. But that day shall be a day of trouble. It shall be a day of darkness. It shall be a gloomy day. We'll see that in Joel's second chapter. And it's going to be like never before. You know, your houses rise. Houses will be ravished. Like, yeah, your young ones dash into pieces. So, you know, wherever you are, hopefully you're not around even. Because at that point when lot is going to be um, dashing to pieces and that's what you see right here. Carcasses everywhere. That's where the eagles going to be gathered together at at this time. So when you see Joel second chapter, that's what, that's what this is. It's just giving you more detail of what's taking place. Why the eagles going to be gathered together eating the flesh of men, flesh of people, children, all kind of people here. Now immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun be darkened. Is when Yeshua comes. We'll see that. The sun going to be darkened. The moon shall not give her light. And the stars shall fall from heaven. Why does it fall from heaven? Because it's presence. If we don't know the presence of the Most High when he comes down. That's why the stars fall down. He's putting all powers under his authority. That's why the powers be shaken of this world. And then shall the sign the Son of Man be in heaven. Because it's going to come when? At the last trump. The last trump is when it, the, the last trump the angel will blow. That seventh angel. And then shall the tribes of earth mourn, those who have not been gathered by the elect, the angels. The elect who shall be gathered, the saints of the Most High, only they shall be gathered. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. That's right. So no matter where you are, if you are righteous and you are hidden, and you endure to that time, you shall be gathered. Even if you die for the testimony, you shall be gathered. That's what this is all about here. Let's take a look here at Revelation, because basically, when the powers of this world, and I think we might have skipped this part here, you're going to make war with the saints. Who's doing that? We see the European Union. We don't understand that they become 
a power unto themselves. Those ten nations that are rising up, yeah, they got a treaty that took place to unite them, to become confederate, to put down anyone that opposes them. That's why I say, who is able to make war with the beast? Okay? This is, this is what is taking place here. We're not really getting serious about our game. If we're going to stay scattered and not be gathering together, then yeah. I mean, I wouldn't gather together unless it's in Africa. So, you know, that's the thing about, you know, the time that we're in now. All right. Uh, what's going to be released? What is going to be released? All right, let's take a look at this here. Well, health organization. These are the people that actually rolls out the numbers for the vaccination and tell you all this hoopla, you know. So the population control that we talked about earlier in the Kissinger report, yeah, these people are behind it. People are behind it. This is how they unite the nations. Because if they made it, if you read the Kissinger report, you'll see that they said to, um, you know, the United States didn't want to be the, the forerunner of this because they, it would implicate them. So they created this World Health Organization to get the other nations involved to make it look like there's nothing going on. But look at what they're targeting. Look at look at the situation here. They got a dashboard. They, they're, they're, they keep numbers on all things that are taking place. And so all we're doing is understanding the times that we're in. Okay, There's a global situation. They always make it look like it's a big number or something. right? So see in America, they say 91 million Europe, 71, South, A uh, East Asia, and in, in Eastern Med, all European. Okay, let me see if I can go further with this. Here. All right, somehow this is not loading. Probably come back to that later. All right, probably got too many tabs coming up here. So let me start shutting down some of these things here. That one's pretty good. That one in third large church in the world. And we got that. We that's pretty good there. So we don't understand the translating slave trade. We don't understand who's in power now for the times of the Gentiles to be fulfilled. Right? It's up to us to understand the times we're in. It's up to us to get back united. United we stand, divided we fall. All right. Too many tabs. Um let me see if I can pose some other things out here. All right, I'm going to close this out. And I should be almost good here. And let me see, I think. This one, anything else? Yeah, this is good. Okay. Okay, and hopefully I didn't close out the wrong browser. My goodness. Which one is this one? This is Edge. I think I had... Let's see if I got something. I think I did close out the wrong browser. All right, um, that's going to be an issue there. Let me see if I can go ahead and quickly get that back up. 
right? Can you hear me now? Yes. Hello? Okay, good. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Um, yeah, I closed out the wrong browser, and I got so many tabs up here. So I'm just going to see if I can get more resources back to the computer without doing any more harm. I believe we left off here. The seventh angel here that sounded. We were in Matthew 24, right? Okay, so the seventh trumpet we talked about, but do we understand that that's the time of the resurrection? Because you've been sealed with the Day of Atonement. If you've been sealed with the Day of Atonement, um, I'll go back to show you the seal. But basically, the seventh angel is going to blow the trumpet after those who have been sealed. And so there's seven trumpets, there are seven seals, there's also seven vows of wrath. And that's what we talked about. But this seventh angel, when he sounds the great voices from in heaven, said the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of the Most High and his Christ, Yeshua, and he shall reign forever and ever. That's what we just read in Matthew 24, but we don't know that the trumpet is what brings out the sign of the Son of Man then we won't understand these things as it is written. So it says here, there's four and twenty elders that sat before the Most High in their seats. The Father, he sat before the Most High. They fell upon their faces and worshipped the Father, saying, we give thanks to you, Almighty, Most High Almighty, which are, which was, which are to come, because you have taken you your great power and you have reigned. And the nations were angry. Your wrath is come the time of the dead, that they shall be judged, that you should give reward unto your servants, the prophets, and the saints. See, if you're not a prophet, you're not a saint, you're not doing his will. That fear your name, small and great, and should have destroyed them that destroyed the earth. The temple of the Most High... Bring the mic closer. Bring the mic closer, please. Okay. Okay. The nations were angry. Your wrath has come, the time of the dead, that they shall judge. Everyone that give reward everyone that should give the reward of your saints, the prophets. And we see the saints and the prophets. You know, if we really search out saints and prophets, you'll understand that they have right to the tree of life or the first resurrection. Uh, no one else. You doesn't mean that you won't get paradise, but the tree of life, you're talking about eternal life, that is those who eat his flesh and drink his blood. This is the word in remission of sins. So if you're not baptized, having a remission of sins, and to keep that from off you by confessing it unto salvation. If you don't confess to salvation, you're not looking to do the work. And to watch and warn your neighbor of the times. That is how you get the seal to be written in the book of life. And otherwise, you'd be written with an understanding that there's paradise. Like the thief in the cross, he was remembered in paradise. 
Not given eternal life, but remembered in paradise. Now the temple, the temple of the Most High God, was open in heaven. There was seen in his temple the Ark of the Testament. There were lightnings, voices, and thunderings, and earthquake and great hell. So all this, all these things here are taking place after we see the tribulation of the world taking place when we see salvation being brought to those who are the saints, the prophets of the Most High, even the priests. Everyone has a different profession of faith you have to live by. It's either you're on his side or you're not on his side. You know, if you have little knowledge, you have to be taught knowledge. How can you get knowledge of salvation without understanding how to receive it or how to live in it? So those that live in it become a saint. Those that do not are still children. Children have to be taught. So as a child, you have to be taught. And like the thief on the cross, he was a member in paradise because he's a child in the kingdom. Children have to be taught. Saints, they know the way. For saints are the bride of the Most High. How do we know that? We see that here, Revelation 19. And he's only calling certain people to the marriage supper of the land, only certain people here. And those are those who are doing the work. And he says here, let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage supper of the Lamb has come. His wife had made herself ready, and to her was granted that she should be arrayed with fine linen, clean and white. The fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. And he said to me, blessed are they which are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. You know, many are called, few are chosen, right? So these are true things. But he says here, you see, don't worship me. This is what the angel telling John. Your brethren that have the testimony of Yeshua, worship the Father. For the testimony of Yeshua is the spirit of prophecy. Understand that. And he tell you it's all about the gospel. He says to tell the people, this is spirit. Whatever Yeshua went through, we got to go through. He, he fulfilled his mission in three and a half years. We have that same time, three and a half years. That was given to us. Okay, we see Daniel is cut off in the midst of the week. We know a week is seven years. And so now in the midst of seven weeks, and seven weeks is three and a half. And we see the same thing over and over. All right, so let's look at how it is three and a half. We see it again here. We were in Daniel earlier. We'll see it again here. All right, we've seen 42 months earlier. That was in Revelation. Let's take a look here and see what this says as well. All right, and I'll, we'll go into the seal. I think um, I mentioned that. If it's something that I say, um, please, you know, question. If I say something you have not heard or seen before, please say, hey, could we see that or something? And that way I know that you know and we're good. Otherwise, I'll continue. So it says here, the woman, she fled in the wilderness. She had a place prepared for her for how long? You see, 1,203 score. That's 1,260 days. Divided by 30, you have your three and a half. Right now, if we were to continue to see, this is doing the time of trouble like never before. It's going to take place worse. So you could take that in the Gentile presence, or you could take that around the people who don't have the Gentile presence in Africa. It's your choice. But he tells us to flee Babylon. We'll see that over and over and over. So he says with a loud voice, "Now has come what salvation and strength." We see the seven trumpet blown. Right? Yeah. The kingdom of our Father, the power of Christ, the accuser of our brethren is cast down. Right? Yeshua come back? Yeah, seven trumpet blown. Resurrection, power. Now, this is what we just picked off from. Okay? So, we had a different time zone of being in the, this is tribulation. This is before this time here. 
So what you've seen earlier was before this time, because three and a half years, immediately after the tribulation, then you, every eye shall see the Son of Man up in the clouds with great glory. So when you see that, now is come salvation and strength to the kingdom of our Father and the power of his Christ, that we see the 24 elders up in heaven. All right. So the accuser of our brethren is cast down. Now they overcame the blood of the Lamb, okay, by the word of their testimony. You see the testimony? Their testimony, the testimony of Yeshua, spirit of prophecy, you live as he lived. If you don't know him, I'm sorry, they live their, they love their lives not to death. So you have things, sell them. Remember, you can't sell them, give them to the poor. I'm sorry, what is your record in heaven going to be like? There you go. All right, so therefore rejoice, you heavens, you that dwell in them. Woe to inhabitants on earth and of the sea. The devil's coming to you having great wrath because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. That's all he has, short time. Three and a half years. All right. The dragon saw that he was cast into the earth. He persecuted a woman. All right. Now, we're talking about the woman, not Mystery Babylon, not that woman, not that biggest church on earth. No. Uh, the remnant, the remnant of Israel, the, the Zion. That's what we're talking about, Zion. Now, until the woman, Zion, were given, what, two wings like a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness and her um, into her place. Okay? She's nourished for a time, times, and times and a half. So one, two, two and a half, three and a half. And for a time in the face from the servant. From the face of the servant. So he's not going to be able to get to her some kind of way. And we know the technology is not as developed as it is in European countries, in Africa. All right? The servant cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. Okay? He's going to try it. The flood of what? An army or an army of people. He's going to try it. But the earth going to do what? Help the woman and open her mouth and swallow up the flood, that army that come after her, the people. Okay? The dragon cast out of his mouth. Okay? The army, the people. This is a metaphor for coming, bringing against the army to, to make war. Now, whoever he could make war with, he's going to make war with them in their countries. Okay? In their countries. Because those who didn't leave and get into Africa, he made war with them in their countries, in the European countries. That's what we see here. He was robbed for the woman to make war with them, but the remnant ever see where? Where he, dwell, where he dwells at. Who keep the commandments of the Most High and have the testimony of Yeshua. Okay, so you can make the decision where you decide to do this at. Where you are now in your in a European country or abroad in in there. Just know the spirit of the Gentiles in is where? In the European countries. Okay. So the spirit of most high is going to be always amongst his people. He loves his people. They're the apple of his eye. And he uses us to break down, break in pieces the enemy. Okay? That's who he uses, us to break in pieces the enemy. Let's take a look here. Okay, so if you don't choose to, you know, you don't have to, but if you choose to stay here, let's take a look here what he tells us. You know, this is in the prophets here. So hard to believe all this written in the prophets. Some of us are. Take a look at this. He says, uh, this is the same thing we were seeing, uh, the measuring line here. Measuring line, you know, measuring line. He says, you go to measure Jerusalem, the breadth and height there is. Okay, there's an angel talking with Zechariah, another angel to come to meet him. And so he says, run, speak to this man. Jerusalem shall be inhabited in towns without the walls of multitude of men and cattle therein. Okay? There's going to be a wall of fire around about her in the glory and midst of her. Right? Ho, ho, come forth, flee from the land of the north, 
said the Most High, for I have spared you abroad from the four winds of heaven. Okay, we know the four winds of heaven are all around the the earth, east, south, north, west. So he said, deliver yourself, O Zion, that dwellest in the daughter of Babylon. Where is Babylon? Oh, those who took you captive, if you're still there. Babylon. For thus saith the Most High, the glory after the glory he has sent me to the nations which spoil you. Spoil you with all the dainties of riches, the merchantmen that we're going to see in Revelations 18. All what Babylon has, the merchantmen has to give you. All the modern day technology, all the luxuries of life. He that touches the apple of his eye, behold, I will make mine hand upon him. They shall be a spoil to their servants. And you shall know that I am the most high of hosts that sent me. Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for lo, I come, I will dwell in the midst of you. Where is he going to dwell in the midst of us? In, around the Gentiles or in the midst of our own people? You have to make your decision. Now, many nations are going to be joined to the Most High in that day. Okay, This is after the tribulation, after he put down all rule and authority under his foot. This is after the saints of the Most High come down, after the first resurrection. And shall be all... My, shall be my people, and I will dwell in the midst of you. Okay, He will dwell in the midst of us on earth when he comes down, put all rule under his authority. And he says, the Most High shall inherit Judah, his portion, his holy land. He's going to come back, take that again. So be silent, all old flesh, before the Most High. He is raised up out of his holy habitation. He's coming back. The time is going to be fulfilled of the Gentiles. and We have to wait on that time. Until that time, he gave us a place. As we've seen in Revelation 12, he said the woman went into the wilderness. Let's take a look at what the wilderness looks for us like. Okay? Wilderness, no, these are undeveloped places. Okay? Undeveloped. So we see a lot of places in Africa are undeveloped. All right. The wilderness, a solitary place, shall be glad for them. A desert shall, be, shall rejoice and blossom and the rose. As the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing, the glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it. The excellency of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Most High, the excellency of our almighty power. Strengthen you, we can, and we have to remember he is our almighty power. We don't acknowledge him as our power, then we're trying to do things with our own brute force, and that's not going to work. It's not going to work. So strengthen your hands and confirm your feeble knees. We have to have faith and trust in him. Okay? Not get all shaken because of the times. Say to them that have a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, the Most High, he come with vengeance. Right? Even the Almighty God, yes, he will give a recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, the ears of the deaf shall hear and be unstopped. Okay? Then shall the lame leap as the harp and the tongue of the dumb sing in the wilderness shall waters break out in streams in the desert. It's going to be plenty enough for people to be satisfied. The parched ground shall become a pool, thirsty land, springs of water, the habitation of dragons, which where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there. A highway. Now, there is no highway to the land, the promised land, unless you are in Africa. There is no other highway that you're going to get to other than being on the east over there. So there shall be a highway. It shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. So if you're unclean, something wrong with you, because of you got iniquity, doing wrong, I won't, you won't be able to get there. 
It shall be for those. The wayfaring men, though fools, shall not err therein. Okay? So this is a time like never before after the tribulation, after all that has passed, we'll see that he's going to bring those who he redeemed out there. You see, only the redeemed shall walk there. Only redeemed. And the ransom of the Most High shall return, come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy in their heads. And they shall obtain joy, gladness, and sorrow, and sighing shall flee away. So all this pain of relief, all that shall be gone. All of it shall be gone. So that's what we need to be thinking about. All your pains, all your, all your problems are going to go away. When you're in the wilderness, the place he has prepared for us. Okay, so now let's take a look here at Isaiah 11. Get more details on if you're not gathered when before the tribulation, you don't gather together then the time of later, then that day after the tribulation, that's when you'll be gathered. And we'll see that here. This is Isaiah 11 chapter. Okay, so Isaiah 11 chapter says, and in that day, it shall be a root of Jesse. We know who comes out of Jesse, King David, and out of David comes the house of Judah. It shall stand for an ensign to the people. We got work to do, people. We got work to do. And the Gentiles shall seek, right? This is after. They're not going to seek you until they put until you put all rule and authority under your feet. Once we have, once they have been destroyed, I'm like, whoa, these are the people all this time because they have no power but to see the power and might around our surrounding our people. They're in the midst of, you see, our people with the power. Nations won't have no power. They're going to seek to come to us. And it shall come to pass in that day, the Most High shall set his hand again, a second time to recover the remnant of his people, which shall be left from Assyria, from Egypt, from Pathros to Cush. And we see this is African countries. Now, we see African and Arabian. Shinar is Mesopotamia um, over there. Hamath. So over there, African and Arabia, between the land of Shem and the land of Ham, we see that there, the east coast of Africa there. Okay, there we go. So he says he set up an ensign for the nations and shall assemble the outcasts of Israel and shall gather together the dispersed of Jehuda from the four corners of the earth. That's right. Wherever you are, he's going to gather you. I know it's better to be around your own people than to be still amongst the Gentiles after the time of destruction, being around the Gentiles for so long. It's time for us to unite and heal. We gotta get, we're sick of being around the Gentiles. We're so sick. We have not knowledge of who we are. Trying to follow and live a life therein. It's not right. So, the envy of Ephraim shall depart. That's what happens when we're around the Gentiles. We're doing like the nations. We got envy. We're envious of each other. The adversaries of Jehuda we cut off. We're around each other. No envy of Judah. Judah shall not wax sex Ephraim. Okay? We're going to be together. But they shall fly upon the shoulders of the Philistines toward the east. We know the Philistines was in the land of um, what we call uh, what's that land over there? Um, it's over there in Israel and I can't, well, I do think of it, but it's been a while. Gaza. Okay? Over there. So they shall lay their hand in Edom and Moab. Okay, we see Edom, Mount Seir, we see Moab over there by Jordan, uh, across a little bit further than Jordan. So Edom, Moab, over there, um, and children of Ammon. 
they shall obey them. These are Arabian countries, and we shall see that um, they're going to be spoiled. You're going to, you're going to, they shall spoil them in the east together. So, our people going to really humble the nations. He's going, to, he's going to use us to break in pieces the nations. And he shall utterly destroy the tongue of the Egyptian sea with his mighty wind. And that's how he's going to make that highway for us to cross over. Okay, we'll see that down here. There should be a highway for the remnant of the people. And shall be left from Assyria as it was Israel in the day that he came up out of the land of Egypt. Okay, so we came out of Egypt once. We're going to do it again. All right, how about that? All right, so let's take a look here. Because we look at deliverance, we're looking at our people being set up on high. With the remnant of his people, though, not, not all of our people are the people of the Most High. Let's take a look at just the chapter, the chapter 76 here. Now, Yehuda, oh, look at that. Yehuda is the Most High known, right? His name is great in Israel. In Salam, in, in peace, right? The city of peace, the peace, peace. Also in his tabernacle and his dwelling place in Zion. All right, that's that woman we talked about in Revelation who is going to flee into the wilderness. There break he the arrows of the bow, the shield, the sword, and the battle. Selah. That you are most righteous. You are more righteous and excellent. That's how you use us because of your righteousness to break in pieces the enemies. Then the mountains of prey, the stout-hearted or spoiled, those lifted up, they have slept their sleep. None of the men of might have found their hands. At your rebuke, O Most High of Yakub, both the chariot and the horse are cast into the deep sleep. You, even you, are to be feared, and who are stand in the sight once they are angry. You cause judgment to be heard from on heaven. The earth feared and was still. See, the earth is going to help the woman, those of us who leave into that place or who in Africa, the earth is going to help us because that's where we're gathered together the most at. When the most high have arose to judgment, that which is a wilderness for us, it's undeveloped. A wilderness is undeveloped. When the most high have arose to judgment to save all the meek of the earth, Selah, surely the wrath of man shall praise you. The remainder of wrath shall you restrain. Thou and pay to the Most High, your Elohim, your Almighty Power. Let all that be round about him bring presents unto him that ought to be feared. He shall cut off the spirit of princes. He is terrible to the kings of the earth. Yeah, judgment is going to come to those whose kings are rising up against our people. We've got to understand how precious we are when we are loving one another. We are righteous when we love one another. Not because we know what his word says. It's what you do from your heart is what makes you precious. Because remember, judgment started with us, and he's cutting out a lot of us, cutting us off, because our heart's not right. And so until we get our hearts right to love one another, we won't have these diseases and sicknesses of Egypt upon us. House of bondage. We become a house of bondage because we do not obey him. We do not love our neighbor as ourselves. We do not love him with all our heart and soul. We're still giving in to the nations. Okay. But now saith the Most High who created Yakub, he formed you, Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. That's right. He knows who he is. The apple of his eye, that's us. 
when you pass it through the waters, not to say the other nations, but those nations are in control right now. It's just the kings of the earth we're talking about. But any stranger that comes and draws near to us, unlike a brother too, we still keep them in love. But however, this is about our people. This is about those who have been redeemed, even among nations, because we see that the word is going to go forth to all the nations. And those who are redeemed, those who we love. So he says, when you pass this, because everyone's going to be who's redeemed going to come back to the land of promise of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will be with you through the rivers. They shall not overflow when you, when you walk it through the fire. You shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame be kindled. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you. No matter who tried to hurt you, he's your protection. He's your refuge. This is like Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. We have to know that he is with us. And this is your faith. We are to here increase in faith. So the Holy Spirit, he says, no one's going to teach you, but the Holy Spirit that sends you a comforter, he will teach you spirit and truth. We have to start to worship him, know his presence, his almighty presence. For I love the Most High, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I've gave Egypt for your ransom and Ethiopia and Seba. We see these are African countries, you see. This, since you was precious in my sight, you have been my, you have been honorable. I have loved you. Therefore, I give men for you and people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I bring your seed from the east and gather you from the west. You see that? We all got to go back to the east. I will say unto the north, give up. And to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from far. Keep my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled who among them can declare this and shew us former things. Let them bring forth their witnesses and they may be justified or let them hear and say it is truth. You are my witnesses, saith the Most High, my servant and whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, there was no God, there was none, no God. Neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the most high God, and beside me, there is no Savior. So we got to know that the Father sent us salvation through Yeshua, and he is the most high God. I have declared you, I have declared, and I have saved, and I have shewed, when there was no strange God among you. Therefore, you are my witnesses, says the most high, I am your almighty power. Yea, before the day was I was I am he. Before the day was I am he. So before the day was I am he. He's the one who created earth and the heavens and the days. As we see, the six days and then the seventh day he rested. There is none that can deliver you out of my hand. I will work and who shall let it? This is Yeshua. Remember the word, he is the word. And the word was in the earth, but the word it did not profit to a lot of people because they did not believe in him. He come to buy a book. The whole book is written of him. And so it's up to us to understand who our maker and creator is, our savior, our redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. So the Most High said unto my Lord, that's what he says here to King David. He says, sit up at my right hand till I make your enemies my footstool. So when he came from out of the pits of hell, got the keys of the kingdom, the keys of death, and gave that and, get, and brought that up. 
he told Mary Magdalene not to touch him. He had to atone for our sins, sat on the right hand of the Father. And when he done that, that's when he says, hey, that glory that I had before the world was, let it return back into me. We'll see that when he was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, the day that he was going to be killed, the day he was going to be persecuted, the 14th day of the, fourth, of the first month. And so we see this here. He says, the Most High shall send the rod of the strength out of Zion to rule in the midst of your enemies. He's going to use us to break in peace of the enemy. That's why we have to be gathered together. Our righteousness gathered together. Now, Abraham said, if there be 50, all the way down to 10, if there be 10 righteous, he will not destroy the city. Now, you in Babylon, he's going to destroy Babylon. There's judgment on that. And it's, so if you're in Babylon, I mean, good, good, you know, it's just going to be destroyed. You just have to see the waste places come to a desolation. Your people shall be willing in a day of your power. The beauties of holiness from the womb of morning. From the womb of the morning, you has the dew of your youth. Now, the Most has sworn he will not repent. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. We are not under the order of Iran, under the Sixth Covenant, doing sacrifices of any type. We are in the covenant of David, and this covenant of David um, it is for unto the tree of life we are eating or doing things by spiritual spiritual sacrifices. And so we see now the Most High, he says, he says, the right hand he shall strike through the kings in the day of his wrath. And we see that day of his wrath is going to be immediately after the tribulation. He's coming back to gather his elect first and then come down with his armies and destroy the holy, uh, not, not destroy the holy, but the Gentiles. That's what he's going to do. He shall judge among the heathen. He shall fill the, the places with dead bodies, and he shall wound the heads of many countries. And he shall drink of the brook in the way, therefore he shall lift up the head. Okay? And we see this here. and go to Zechariah. It's not part of this, but I thought I'd bring this in here. Because when he comes, this is the day of Yeshua's return. This is what's going to happen. He's going to gather together the nations in Jerusalem to battle, and he's going to destroy them. And so he's going to fight against those nations, and this is what's going to happen. And then once he rules everything, you're going to see right here, if any nation comes up not for the Feast of Tabernacles, they will not receive any rain. Okay? So here we go here. We see here, it's going to come to pass that um, everyone, his neighbor, they're going to rise up, and they're going to say, hey, let's come fight against Jerusalem. This is after we see the thousand years has passed. After he put down the rule of nations, they're going to be tempted for a little while. Gog and Magog are going to try to come against them. And this is the end of, this is really the end of flesh and blood here we see. And so he says, these families here of the earth that do not come to Jerusalem to worship the Most High, they shall not receive any rain. And we see that the heathen, when they see that, they're going to come, they're going to come and try to fight against us because of this. And so the punishment the all nations are going to, this is the end of, this is the end of flesh and blood. This is when he will destroy the last bit of flesh and blood that be out there. And then we'll see the kingdom of heaven being delivered up. This is why we keep the eighth day feast. After Tabernacles, we have the eighth day feast. And that is the last resurrection to take place on earth. All right. So coming back here. Okay. Daniel 12. Now we're getting back to the end times. We went a little bit in the future there. Uh, but basically, we're now in the future, way past the millennial time. But we w now we're dealing with uh, the time of the end. We're getting back to where we are because this is close to our time now, where we are. 
Now, at that time, Mikael, the angel, archangel, okay, the great prince which standeth before the children of your people, the holy people, okay, there shall be the time of trouble as such as was never before, even to the same time. At that time, your people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. Now, the enemies, they know this. Who are the enemies? The ones who have power over the people today. They know this. Whose name shall be now written in the book of life. Some them sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to everlasting contempt. Okay, that's going to be trouble like never before. Okay, but some, they thought they believed, they just got the wrong doctrine. I mean, they, but they did it, it's in their heart. He judged you with your heart. Even if you get the wrong doctrine, he's looking at your heart. Whether you should get in paradise and be taught this, or whether you should just be judged and receive condemnation because of your heart. He knows your intentions of your heart. So everything we do and say is actually writ written. We got a book of works, and we have a book according to life. If you're not written in the book of life, he'll use the book of works and see what was your last last shall be first, the first shall be last. He'll see what those works were, whether you deserve to be in paradise to be taught by King David. That's what's going to take place. Right? So they shall be wise, shall be shall shine as brightness of the firmament. If you be wise, you enter the first resurrection. That's how you the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteous, that's the gospel. We got if you don't do that, I mean, you're not you're not going to be in this brightness. To see the Father. Okay? Now, we see that these are the saints of the most high. Daniel says, Shut up the words and seal it. Shut up the words, seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall have run to and fro, not shall be increased. Knowledge is increased. Definitely is. And these times like this information age, knowledge is increased. We aren't in the times. There's many signs to see that. We went over a few already. Now it says, we're just going to skip here. The angel is talking to the angel here. You know, angel, uh, Daniel has a lot of angel encounters. So we see here, um, he says here, this, this here, he held up his right hand and he said, he swore to him that lives forever, it shall be for times, times and a half. And he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people. All these things shall be finished. So we've seen this again, times, times and a half. We've seen it again as we've seen in Revelation with the woman. We see it again with Daniel. This is a sign that we are on point with what we're looking at. The time of the end. Is, anytime you see time of the end or Jacob's trouble or trouble like never before, the day of vengeance, it's only one day of wrath that Yeshua is coming down to put out the nation. And it's all throughout the book. So we can search those things and understand this is what the day is going to be like. You want to be gathering yourself around people where you know he is going to be feared. He's going to be, where he's feared, he's in the congregation of the saints. Okay? You're not in the congregation of the saints. I'm just saying you're scattered amongst the nations. Um, boy, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Not to say that he won't have mercy on you, but at least you have ten righteous with you. He'll protect you. All right. Um, otherwise, uh, many people will will um, will will be going to be purified. You know, many 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 shall be purified, made white, tried. You're gonna be tried. Some shall be beheaded for the testimony, but you're gonna be tried. But the wicked shall do what wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. You don't know what you're gonna have to endure being around the wicked. So. Just take heed to these things. All right? Uh, take a look here, because he tells us to always watch. Watch, 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 watch. If we don't watch for a sign of times, you don't know what to do. You don't know to flee. You don't know to do anything. You just stay captive. 
Right? Watch, therefore, you not know what hour the Most High do come. You know, but know this. The good man of the house had known in what day the thief would come, he would have watched, and he would not suffer his house to be broken up. Therefore, be you also ready, for in you such an hour as you think the Son of Man cometh. Who is then a faithful wise servant, whom his Savior hath made ruler over his household, to give him meat in due season? So do you care about you know, what you're going to eat, where you're going to stay, and all these things? Do you care about your life, you know, doing what he says? If you're doing the gospel, you understand what he says to bring salvation to the people, he's always going to prepare a place for you. And this is the type of faith we have to look at. Blessed is the servant whom his Savior, his Master, the Most High, when he cometh shall find so doing. Doing what? The gospel. Verily, verily, I say you, he shall make him what? Ruler over his goods. Not the things of this world, but the things pertaining to his kingdom. But I say unto you that that evil servant say in his heart, my Savior, my most high almighty, he delayeth the sure delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants to eat and drink and be drunken. Oh, just have a good time, eat this, you know, this is good here, we have nothing to worry about. He says, the, the sovereign of that servant shall come in the day when he looketh for him, and in an hour he is not aware of, and he shall cut him asunder and appoint his portion with the hypocrite. There shall be what? Weeping and gnashing of teeth. So when you know this word, it's up to you to do this word. Otherwise, your appointed portion, just like Judas, uh, you'll be weeping and gnashing your teeth. I mean, it's not a good thing to fall into the hands of the Almighty uh, God. It's not, it's, not, it's not a good thing. Remember, he judges going to where we are in life. And so we see that. We see that basically he that leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He that kills with a sword must be killed with a sword. Many people are getting guns and doing this. Just know that whatever you do, come you reap what you sow. Okay, here's the patient in the faith of the saints. And he that causes both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand or in their foreheads, no man shall buy and sell, save he that has a mark in his name of the beast number of his name. Now you have the mark in your head because you got to go to work. Okay, you work and you don't give you don't do what the most high say to do. You don't praise the Almighty, you don't praise Yeshua, you don't you don't do anything for his name. So you when you work and now in Canada they have a QR code, as we see that on cell phones already, which will have your passports, it will have your uh your driver license, it will have all your information on a QR code. So no and everything will be technology driven. Everything will be one system to identify you so that you can buy and sell. Guess what it's gonna be? Canada starting the initiative is going to be in the European countries, guaranteed you. United States, United K, UK, wherever you are, any European countries, they're going to get you to mark. This, this is to the time the Gentile fulfill. So if you're not around a center base where you can actually, you know, uh, be sufficient, if you're not around a centerpiece of like minds that like you, then um, do know you guys to go through the tribulation. Do know, uh, whether it be by yourself or uh, with others. Uh, do know. All right. Let's take a look back at Revelation 17. Did we finish this? I think we did. All right. Revelation 17. Take a look here. All right. So this other angel here, okay, this is, we're dealing with the vows of wrath. After that, we see these angels coming out. He says, I will tell you the mystery of the, the mystery of the woman and of the beast. The beast being the government. We've seen the woman being the, the, uh, the, the Catholic Church, the religion that many nations follow, Christianity. 
And then we also see the beast being the government, the United Nations. And so America's in there. We have what we call the GS7. You know, it's very interesting with the GS7, how they're going to have control over all the countries. All the countries have been confederate with her. And so um, let me see if I can pull that up. GS7, right? GS7. Do I have anything so far? Okay. This is a good site. This is a good site. This is your report. Let me do that one there. Okay. I think I pulled up GS7 in, let's see, what did I pull up before? Group of seven. Okay, let's see what that's about. Can we get this here? Can we get it with it? All right, we have no idea that these countries are going to be in control of uh, the world. And they're giving power to the Dragon One Beast. Now, you understand why Japan is part of it because they have that robot technology. You know, the robot technology is going to be released, and um, there are certain countries coming together to control the nation, right? So government is the beast, and we're just dealing with that there. Okay, not go too much into that, but you see. Come closer to the mic. Okay, all right, all right. So here we go. Just in case you didn't hear me, the group of seven. This is how the powers are coming together to receive uh, control over these countries, and so most of these countries here. They're involved with um, the vaccination being rolled out. They're involved with control. And this control is to have one world order over people. And so you see, um, and you see all these are merchants, 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 merchants. You see the merchants, men. You see cars, manufacturing plants. And that's what we're going to see in Revelation, how these countries are going to be destroyed. All right, Babylon, Babylon's going to be destroyed. Okay, let's look at Japan here. What are they doing? Merchant, 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 selling things, merchandise, All right? So we take a look here. We're in Revelation 17, and you see most of the merchandise taking place in Revelation 18. But it says the beast that you saw was is not in the sin out of the bottomless pit, going to perdition, okay? It's going to be one that brings everything together. But they have to do everything to bring themselves together. They dwell on earth and they that dwell on earth shall wonder whose names are written in the book of life from the foundation of the world. And they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is. Okay? So the seven heads of seven mountains where the woman sitteth. The seven kings, five fallen, one is, the other yet is come. He, will, he shall continue in a short space. There's one called the eighth. We have a black pope there. Okay? Look into that. Now, the ten horns are ten kings. We see there's ten European nations. They signed a treaty together. And which have received no kingdom as yet, but they received power as kings one hour with the beast. Right? These have one mind, and they shall give their power and strength to the beast. Right? That's how we see the government. Then we shall see, they, they, these, they shall make war with the lamb, and they shall overcome them. Okay? When you make war with the lamb, you make war with his bride. And they shall overcome him, them, our saints, the saints of the Most High. Like we drink with the blood of the saints. Right? For he is the Most High, he is the King of Kings. He's the Almighty. 
and they that are with him are called what? The chosen and faithful. Okay. So the chosen and faithful is what those are calling the saints of the Most High. And he said unto the waters, those that you saw, the waters that the horse sit on, those are what? Peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. Now, what are we supposed to do with the peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues? What are we supposed to do? Preach the gospel to them. Okay? So what is gospel? From the baptism to the Holy Spirit, when Yeshua went up and got that's how they received power from on high, when they left, uh, when he says not to leave Jerusalem, but to be endowed with the power on high, these are his apostles, when the tongues of fire came out, and all the people spoke in tongues, so every tongue is in their nation. Remember, we were scattered, and everybody came to keep the Feast of Pentecost, and that's where we see the Holy Spirit. So this is the testimony of Yeshua, the gospel, and that gives salvation for people to repent and be baptized and receive the Holy Spirit. This is the gospel here. And so this is what we have to preach until the end of time. Okay. All right. Um, so we see here, the woman that you saw of this great city, she reigneth over the kings of the earth. Okay. This is, this is it here. All right. The woman. The woman. Mystery Babylon. Her. She reigned over the king. Catholic Church. So this is, this is how everything is coming together for the time of the end. All right. Let's take a look at Jeremiah. And you get more understanding from the prophets. Prophets go into detail exactly what you need to know. All right. It's pretty long here, but let's see what we can do to glance through this. See, as behold, I'm going to raise up against Babylon. I'm going to raise something up against Babylon, a mighty destroying wind. Okay? Okay? Them that dwell in the midst of them that rise up against me, a destroying wind. Yes, he's going to raise them up. So we're going to see. I will send unto Babylon fanners, I shall fan her, I shall empty her land, for in the day of trouble they shall be against her round about. Against him that bendeth to let the archer bend his bow, and against him that lifteth himself upon the brigadine, spare not you her young men, destroy utterly all her hosts. Thus the slain shall fall in the land of Chaldeans, and they are thrust them through in her streets. For Israel hath not been forsaken, nor Judah his almighty God, his almighty power. For the most high of hosts, though their land was filled with sin against the Holy One of Israel, now flee out of midst of Babylon, deliver every man his soul, be not cut off in her iniquity. For the time of Yah's vengeance, he will render unto her recompense. He's going to pay her back for all the things she's done to her people ever since we were in the slave trade and even until now. Our people have been killed for heinous crimes against humanity. All kinds of heinous crimes. Now Babylon have been a, gobble, a golden cup in the most high's hand. And all the earth drunken, the nations are drunken of the wine. Therefore the nations are mad. Babylon is suddenly fallen, destroyed. How for her, take the bomb and for her pain. Now we're going to see here, he's, he's going to use us to break in pieces of the enemy. Watch this. So uh, we would have healed Babylon, but she is not able to be healed. As the same with our people who are stiff-necked, who, whose wounds they keep within them because they are set on a course that they do what's right in their own eyes. There's no one curing that. So our judgment reaches into heaven and is lifted up even to the skies. Okay? So what it says here, the Most High, he brought forth our righteousness come and let us declare Zion the work of the Most High, our Almighty Power. Make the arrows, 
gather the shields, the Most High, he'll raise up the spirit of the kings of Medes. And so if we look at this map here, that's not the G7 here. Let me see where were we. There is a map of the G7, where they were and where they weren't. Right here. The, the Medes are going to be up here. As you see, that's not part of the country. He's going to raise up the spirit of the Medes. He's going to bring them against them. It's going to be very interesting. His advice against the Babylon to destroy it because of vengeance of the Most High and the vengeance of his temple. Now set a standard of the walls of Babylon. Watch strong. Set up watchmen. Prepare ambushes for the Most High devise and have done and he spake against the inhabitants of Babylon. It's up to us to watch and warn each other to flee. If we don't do that, it's on our hands. It's on our hands what happens to our people. But otherwise, you know, um, basically what we're seeing here is he is going to use us in pieces. He's going to use us to break in pieces of the enemy. So let's take a look down here. Okay, He says, when he uttered his voice, there is a multitude of waters in heaven, causes the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He maketh lightnings to rain and bringeth forth the wind out of his treasures. Every man is brutish in knowledge. Every founder is confounded by a graven image. For his molten image is falsehood. There is no breath in them. They are vanity, workers of errors, work of errors. The time of their visitation, they shall perish. Now the portion of Yakub is not like them. Because we're not like them, that's why we have to be apart from them. We cannot be in the land of the Gentiles. We have to flee. We're not like them. For he is the former of all things. Israel, the rod of his inheritance. Let's, how he, let's see how he's going to use us as the rod of his inheritance. The Almighty of hosts is his name. You are my battle axe, weapons of war. When we praise him, that's how it happens. For with you I break in pieces the nations, and with you I destroy kingdoms, and with you I break in pieces the horse and his rider, and with you will I break in pieces the chariot and his rider. With you I break in pieces man and woman, and with you I break in pieces old and young. With you I break in pieces young men and maid, and I will break in pieces with you the shepherd and his flock. With you I will break in pieces the husbandmen and the yoke of oxen, and with you I break in pieces the captains and rulers. And I will render Babylon and to all the inhabitants of Chaldea all their evil that they have done unto Zion in your sight, saith the Most High. And so you see here, he says, Behold, I am against the destroying mountain, which destroyeth all the earth. And I will stretch out my hand upon you and roll you down from the rocks, and I will make you a burnt mountain, Babylon. It doesn't look good being in Babylon. Now let's take a look at Babylon, how Babylon is today. I mean, basically, what we see here that doesn't look good for Babylon I don't think it's even good to even witness it. All right, for all the nations are drunk of the wine of the wrath of her, of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her deliciously, and the merchants of the earth have waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. As we've seen in just G7, we've seen all those merchantmen. We've seen it. It is not a mystery here who's becoming part of her. And I've heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people that you be not partakers of her sins, and you receive not her plagues, none of her plagues. For her sins have reached into heaven, and the Most High God have remembered her iniquities. Reward her as she rewarded you, double unto double according to her works, in the cup 
which she hath filled for her unto her double? How much has she glorified herself and lived deliciously, and so much torment sorrow give to her? She has said in her heart, I am a queen, I am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day. And a lot of our people thinking the same thing. They ain't going to see no sorrow. A lot of them. Therefore, because they're under that Gentile spirit, you have to know who has a Gentile spirit based on what they say and what they do. Once you know that, depart from them. They're workers of iniquity. There's not, I mean, some are deceived, sorry, but they got that Gentile spirit on, nothing you can do about it. So their plagues shall come in one day, mourning and famine, and they shall be utterly burnt with fire. Strong is the Most High who judge her. The kings of the earth who committed fornication, they live deliciously with her. They shall be well her, lament for her, and when they shall see the smoke of her burning. Remember that burnt, Martin we, burnt mountain we saw? Yeah, all these things, all her goods are going to be no good. Standing afar off in the fear of her torment, saying, Allah is the great city, Babylon, the mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come. Okay, so that's one hour, judgment has come. Now, we see the judgment. This is what's taking place. To identify a little bit more about her, Babylon. So this great city clothed with fine linen, purple, decked with gold, silver, precious things, all that. We skip past the other things that she had that makes herself identified as Babylon. But we see great riches is coming to nothing. Every shipmaster. We've seen ships from the G7 there. We've seen all these ships. You know, we've seen these things here. All right? We don't take place, we don't have knowledge of that they are merchant men, yet we're not understanding Babylon, the system that is taking place. All right. So, here we go. Come back here. All right. So they cried, they saw the smoke of the burning. What city, what city is likened to the great city? Okay. They cast dust on their heads, they cried, weeping, wailing. You know, these are ten kings. Ten nations came one hour to give power to the beast. So your decisions is really truly up to you and what we do to either be gathered or stay scattered amongst the Gentiles, these, these, these heathen here. So the balance of the great city shall be thrown down and shall be found no more. And this is after the tribulation, after tribulation. We stand, if anyone stays in here, we see the voice of the harpers, musicians. This is going to be a great waste place. We see the angel is going to throw a millstone it's going to um, destroy this, this country here. Okay. So it says here, The light of the candle shall shine no more at all in you, the voice of the bridegroom and the bride. So we have churches, we have congregations here in Mississippi. You have all these choirs here today. The voice of the bride is not going to be heard no more because no one's going to, it's going to be a waste place. No one's going to stay here anymore. So your merchants and your great men of the earth, the sorceries of the nations were deceived, and in her was found the blood of the prophets, the saints of all the slain upon the earth. Okay. So America is just one place, but to all the countries that have gone astray, uh, yes, any anyone's part of Babylon, they will be destroyed. Okay. All right. Uh, let's take a look here. And this is in Luke. We see some some things about the edge of the sword almost done here. And if we take a look at some of the things that took place with our people, um, the voice of the bride. I got another place in Isaiah to go to to show you how the voice of the bride is not, not going to be any. In this country or in other countries as part of Babylon, 
the voice of Brad's not going to be heard, what that looks like. We're going to go to Isaiah and show you what that looks like in, in those lands. No one's going to ever live there anymore. For these shall be the days of vengeance. Vengeance. All things are written and fulfilled. But woe unto them that are with child that give suck in those days for the great distress in the land and the wrath upon this people. And they shall fall on the edge of the sword, and they shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down with the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. We see the Pope going into Jerusalem all the time. Okay? It's, a, it's all conspiracy. Conspiracy against the holy people. And the signs of the sun, the moon, the stars upon the earth, they will be distressed for the nations with perplexity. The sea and the waves are roaring. Okay? As the moon gets close to the earth, when it's ever its full moon, the seas they roar. As it gets closer, more more things happen. Okay, so remember Yeshua when he came to the earth. The, the it was space from from it was from six it was from six to nine. That's three hours from the sixth hour to the ninth hour. The moon was close to the earth. That's why the eclipse was taking such that amount of time. The closer the moon is to the earth, the longer is the time of the eclipse is going to come again. Also. The seas, the seas going to be, they're going to be roaring. They're going to be doing things, tsunamis, all kind of things going to take place. So we've seen some of that already take place now. Um, we just have to look at the signs here. So then they shall see the Son of Man coming with, uh, in a cloud with power and great glory. And so we see here, people will be looking, their hearts will be failing them. People's hearts will be failing in the times of Jacob's trouble, or the times of the tribulation, the great tribulation, or as we say, the day of vengeance. People's hearts will be failing during this time. So where you want to be to endure through this time um, is totally up to you, but people's hearts will be failing um, up to the time of the Son of Man when he's coming. All right, He comes immediately after tribulation, that's what you have read. So you have to go through the tribulation. Um, there is no rapture, as people were thinking, but it's a resurrection of the saints that takes place after the tribulation when the seven trumpets have been blown. All right, but he seals us first in our foreheads, and I'll go to that because when he says here, um, and when these things shall begun to pass, look up, look up your heads, for your redemption is drawn near. All right, so the redemption, and this is important about the redemption of our souls because we see here. I go here. Uh, we see here there's four angels standing in the four corners of earth, holding back the four winds as we have read, not to hurt or touch the earth, not to bring these distresses upon the earth. Not yet. Until when? Until you seal the servants of the Most High in their foreheads. That is the time. Hold them back. Now these are the twelve thousand. These are those who have not defiled themselves with uh, women or men. These are 144,000 here. Okay, but we're not concerned about them because also there's um, there's no man can number the great tribulations, those that come out of the great tribulation with the angel gathered the elect. So those are the saints, 144,000, but we're going to get here because the Day of Atonement, which seals us. See the seventh seal here? There's seven seals, seven trumpets, and seven vows of wrath. So he opened the seventh seal, sounds in space of half an hour. We just read that over there, Revelation 7. But we see during the time he's sealing them, he's also making atonement to have your names written in the book of life. Okay, these seven angels that stood before the Most High, and 
to them were given seven trumpets. Okay? As we see here, another angel stood at the, came to the altar, having a golden censer, and was given to him much incense. We know in the day of atonement you have an altar of incense, and the burnt offering of incense, and we see that he shall offer with the prayers of the saints upon the golden altar, which is before the throne. Okay? And the smoke of the incense which came before, which came with the prayers of the saints, ascended before the Most High out of the angel's hand. And so it's important, day and night, make your prayers be made known. Pray for one another. We have to come together to pray for each other. We have to move like that. Okay? So out of that then came the angel where he took the 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 censer, he filled it with fire of the altar, and he cast it into the earth, and this is what causes the seven trumpets to be sounded. Okay? There's gonna be thunder and lightning. This when you see this right here, I mean, to those that made the resurrection will be in heaven. But to those that did not make the resurrection, or those who are not saints of the most high, they will be on earth experiencing these these troubles here. Okay? These are troubles. Yeah, these are troubles here. More trouble is to come. Desire. Desire, I have yes. a question. Yes. So you're saying that those that that are in heaven, so you're saying that we're literally, because the way I have been taught in the past is that the the heaven is going to be created right here on this earth. So this is not true. Is that correct? You, we're actually going to go to that place. Let's let's look at that, okay? Let's look at that. Let scriptures talk for okay. itself. All right, so let's go All back right. to Re- Revelation 7, okay? Now, we saw the 144,000 here, okay? If we don't know that there are 144,000, mm-hmm. we see that there's 12,000 out of each tribe being gathered, okay? Now, to know who are the 144,000, we have to know who are redeemed. Only the firstborn of mankind is redeemed. So it's men, not women. So why are there men? Let's take, we have to look at the law and understand that, but let's go to Revelation 7. I'm just going to get the 144,000 out of the way real quick. And then we'll go to the rest of the people. So he says, uh, this is a lamb, stand on Mount Zion. Okay, with him, the 144,000, with this father's name written in the foreheads. Okay, he already know who they is. They got the testimony of Yeshua. They did the same thing he did. They loved their lives not to death. They got a voice which no man could know their song. Okay, so only they could sing the song before the throne, the four beasts, the elders. And no man could know their song. But it saved the 144,000, which were redeemed from earth. Okay. So, redeemed why? from uh, earth. Okay. Yes, yes. They were redeemed from earth. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay. They're the most high. These are not the only ones that are going to be redeemed from earth. This is just a, these are just these 144,000. Okay. He's sealed out of every tribe 12,000. And so, these are just the 144,000. They have a special, they're just special. In their way, because they got the song which no man did. The song of the victory. You know, when we came out of Egypt, there was singing and dancing, right? Well, they got the songs of the Most High. Miriam was singing and all that. They got the victory of the Most High. Yes. Yes. These are. They have not. The reason why they got the song because they were not defiled with women. They were virgins, just like Yeshua was. They followed the Lamb. Whatever the Spirit leads them, they go. They don't like lead. They don't wait for nobody. No, they they go wherever the Spirit takes them. Okay. They were redeemed from among men. But you're saying that they're only going to be men. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, that's just what it is. I mean, if if you want to look at redeemed, we have to go into the law, and the law shows us who's going to be redeemed. You see, look at what it says here. They were were not defiled with women. What are they if they're not going to be defiled with women? They're virgins. 
But yeah, but yeah, what's going to happen to the women? But, but no, no, no. This is just one hundred forty-four thousand. We're not talking about anyone else. This is okay. just one hundred forty-four thousand. We're not talking about everyone else. It's got nothing to do with. This is just one forty-four thousand. Doesn't mean that there's no one else. This is just only I they have a special. They have a special purpose. Okay, special purpose. But so, so this debunks House of Wisdom's version of, you know, the holy singers, and and even if there's women, that women will be involved no, in this hundred and forty-four thousand no, that they're no, a part no, of this. No, 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 no. If you if we don't understand redeemed, we don't understand that Christ is the firstborn of them that slept. He's redeeming them. So well, let's look at what Christ says, because in him he gave us the law, the prophets, and the Psalms. If we don't understand those things, we're not going to get to the first fruits. So what is okay. it? Remember, let's go to the first fruits here, okay? Let's go to 1 Corinthians 15 here, okay? Now, Yeshua came in the likeness of who? Adam. He was the second one to do what? Save. So when we look at the first fruits, we look at Christ. Christ is a man, right? So we're looking at redeeming mm -hmm. salvation. Coming. So these 144,000, they have a job which they're doing things that most people are not doing, bringing people to the kingdom. These are men here. So he says right here, Christ, okay, if Christ, if you don't believe in faith, you know, we're still in our sins. So we know the 144,000, they got a job to do. And they're not waiting on anybody. They're going wherever the Spirit leads them to go. They're doing it. And so they got a job to do to wake up the people. In this life, only we have hope in Christ. We are, I mean, if in this, if, if in this life, only we have hope in Christ. We are most miserable. We are all men most miserable. But now Christ, if we didn't have, if we, if we only have life, hope just to perish in this life. But now Christ is risen from the dead, become the first fruits of them that slept. So if we are in the likeness of Christ, these are those who are in the likeness, who are just like him, right? He called these his friends. They're in his likeness. The first fruits of them that slept, for by man came death, by man come also the resurrection of the dead. For in all okay. Adam die, so all Christ shall be made alive. So all that in Christ, like Christ in his order. So every man is all in order, Christ the first roots, after them at Christ's coming. So let's get the rest of them at his coming. Okay. So okay. he says, the cometh, then cometh the end, he shall deliver up the kingdom of the Most High God, even the Father, whom he hath put down all rule and authority and power. We're getting to all this, but there's that's just the first fruits. You know, just how we bring to the feast? When you come to the feast three times a year, who bring the first fruits to the feast? The men. There you go. Okay? Okay. So when we understand the feast, we understand that he's going to gather us together. He's gathering together the, uh, it's three times a year we do this. Okay, so who he says all meals come before him, right? So when we don't understand the responsibility of the men, we have no clue towards salvation. Salvation always comes from the man, always. Without the men, we don't have no salvation. So through us, through because the men always been saved. You look at Samson, you look at Elijah, you look at all these men. They, he's redeeming the first fruits of them that have whatever the Spirit led them to go and do that. Not to be defiled. They, they didn't love their lives to death. They didn't love their lives to to live the life as a as a person would having family. But for the kingdom, they live their life into that. That's what he's looking for. 
those there. Those are the first fruits we see the 144,000. Now let's go to, now we got them out of the way. Let's go to uh, these right here. Because after they have been sealed, look at this here. After that, I beheld this great multitude, which no man could remember, out of all nations, kindreds, people, tongues. We have a job to do here. They stood before the throne. You see, that this, where's the throne at? We read where the throne was. Do we need to go back where we see the throne is? The throne, they stood before the throne and before the lamb clothed with white robes, palms in their hands. Let's go right here. Okay. So in the right hand of him that took the book on the backside, this had seven seals. Okay. They're saying, who's worthy to loose the seals? All right. And he wept much. He says, um, one of the elders said, oh, the lion of the tribe of Judah, he prevailed to open the book to loose the seven seals thereof. Okay, so who is that? Yeshua. Yeshua. He's the one that stood there slain, having the seven horns, seven eyes, seven spirits that go forth into the earth. And he took the book out of the right hand of him, the Father, the sitting on a throne, right? They're in heaven. This is where they are in heaven. Okay? And it says, He took in the book and the four beasts and the four elders that's in heaven, having the harps, every one of them, golden vows, full of odors, the prayers of the saints. It's important for us to be praying night and day. It's important to us to know our Father's will. They sung a new song. You are worthy to take the book and open the seals thereof. They redeem us to the who? The Father by the blood, every kindred, every tongue, every nation and people. We just seen 12 tribes. Not every kindred, not every tongue, not every people, not every nation. But they got to be brought into the 12 tribes. He redeemed the first, the 12 tribes. Judges smart. Such judgment starts with us first, right? So judgment start with us. He got to mm -hmm. get us first, and then he get all the nations. Okay. So he made us what? He made us unto us. Uh, he made us unto our Almighty Power, kings and priests. We shall reign on earth. Okay. And be held all the angels. Where are the angels at? They are round about the throne. And where? In heaven. And, and can you number them? The ten thousand times ten thousand. The thousands of thousands of thousands. Saying, Lo, the voice, worthy, worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, power. This is the marriage supper of the Lamb that's taking place up in heaven with all of us. You know, this is this is like, what's, what is this? And if we want to see more of this, uh, about it being all of us, it says, every creature which is in heaven and on earth, under earth, such as in the sea, there are in them heard saying, blessing and honor, glory and glory, power, be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. So the four beasts said, Hallelujah. Four and twenty others fell down, worship him that lived forever and ever. Now we just go over here. Okay. Where is this at? They heard a great people in heaven. Right? In heaven. Wow. And where, where else the people at? Who are these people? Let's see who these people are. True and righteous in his judgments. And they judged who? The great whore. If your job is to judge the great whore, the, the gospel got to be preached to the nations. Of what? Kindreds, nations, tongues. That's what, you, that's what we have to do. You judge the great whore. That's what we're doing today. That which did corrupt the orph with the fornication and had avenged the blood of his servants in her hand. Hallelujah. Okay? Her smoke rose up forever and ever. The four and twenty elders, the four beasts, fell down and worshipped who? We see the same thing. This is it. In heaven. This is where we're at. So the voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our Almighty God, all you his servants, you that fear him, both small and great. Okay? 
So the voice of many waters, the voice of many thunderings, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He reigneth omnipotent, the most mighty. Okay? This is the marriage supper of the Lamb. Okay? His wife has made herself ready. Who is his wife? Who are the people up there? To her was granted that she shall be arrayed with the fine linen, the clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of the who? The saints. You're saint. not a saint? I'm sorry. You're not getting there if you're not a saint. Okay? Um, right? Blessed are they who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Okay? For he said unto me, these are the true sayings of the Most High. I fell at the feet to worship him. He said, don't do it. But, but brethren, have the testimony of who? Yeshua. Worship the Father. The testimony of Yeshua is spirit of prophecy. There you go. Okay? So this is in heaven. I saw in heaven. Okay? All this is in heaven. Now he's going to come down and make war. With who? The nations. Okay? Now his eyes, what? Flame of fire. He coming down on earth. Make war. You know, make, make war. And his name, Vesture dipped in blood. His name is called the Word of the Most High. God. That's Yeshua. And the armies which were in heaven, they followed him in horses and clothes and fine linen, white and clean. Out of his mouth go up a sharp sword, and with him, with it, he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod and arm. He tread the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of the Almighty God. And he had a name written on his vesture, a name written, King of Kings, and what? The Most High. Lord of Lords. Lord of Lords. There you go. So there we go. He saw an angel flying in the midst of the sun, and this is come together, the great supper of the, of, of, of the Most High God. The eagles, this is where they'd be gathering together the dead bodies, eating the flesh of captains and men and all that good stuff. Okay? That's what's going to take place. The army's going to be a waste, it's going to be a waste place. Destroy. The, first, the beast and the false prophet, this is when they, they're the first ones to go to the lake of fire, right here. They're the first ones to go. The beast and the false prophet, yes. They're the first ones to go. They worship. They they love their lives to yeah yeah. Anyone that loves their lives to death, do deceive all the nations. They receive the mark of the beast. Yes, you receive it when you work and you have no time for the Most High. You receive the mark. So re, re, the remnant which were slain for the sword of him that sat upon a horse, which proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. All right. So that's what takes place there. All right. This is. When he comes down, destroy all the nations. But going back to where we were, Revelation 7, so we, now we know they're in heaven. Now let's get to see. These are the elders that are talking in heaven. It says, after this, we have a great multitude. No man could number of all nations, kindreds, peoples, tongues. Okay? We've seen 144,000, but this is dealing with those other than them. Okay? This is all nations, peoples, tongues, kindreds, all kinds. Stood before the throne. Where is the throne? We just saw the throne is in heaven. And before the Lamb, clothed with what? White robes. Okay? There's a fight. We've seen white robes of the righteousness of the saints. You're not a saint. You're not getting it. Palms in their hands. Right? Those are signs of a saint. So we got, you do what you can do to become a saint. That's most important. Okay? The cry with a loud voice saying, Salvation to our most high God, sitteth upon the throne unto the Lamb. That's right. Unto the Lamb. He sitteth upon the throne. Okay. Salvation is given to who? Yeshua. He give it to every man according to your works. All the angels stood around about the throne, the elders and the four beasts, they fell upon the throne and our faces and worshiped the Most High God, saying, Hallelujah, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto the Most High God forever and ever. Now one of the elders answered and saying unto me, 
Who are these? What are these red and white robes? Whence are they? Whence came they? Whence came they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they're already up in heaven. But when they come from? Who are they? He says, uh, you know. You know who they are. He said to me, these are they which came what? Out of the great tribulation. So everyone else, because we got to go through it. Okay? These are they that have washed their robes, your robe, your garments, your inside, your organs. Okay? You got pollutions in them. Clean them out. We're talking about all the emotions against people. You know, love got to be all throughout your organs. The life of your flesh mm. is important. You can't have no mm. issues, no arguments, no disagreement. All that other stuff is incurable. You're not like a you're not like a dove. Remember, he was baptized. He received the Holy Spirit like a dove. If you don't have the spirit of being gentle, those fruits of the spirit are going to be very important in these last times. Because the love of many is going to wax cold. So you got to be very respectful. And you see a lot of people in Africa. Some a lot of them are respectful and kind in how they treat each other. So do know that it's time to change our nature. A lot of us here in this country are sick. So we have washed our robes and have made them white in the what? Blood of the Lamb. You are a saint of the Most High. Okay? The Passover. Okay? You have really confessed your, you didn't love your life to death. You vexed your filthy soul. You got your crown of life. And you went out there and you did the gospel. Because it got to be sent to who? Many nations, tongues, languages, all kinds. He says, this is what's going to happen to us who get this. Therefore, they are before the throne of the Most High God, to serve him what? Day and night. Day and night. It's up to us to start doing that now. Set you a time, set you a time to watch and set your prayers in order. Day and night. And he sitteth upon the throne and dwell among them, and they shall what? Honker no more. Neither thirst anymore. This is your resurrection. You're no more in this flesh and blood body anymore. Neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb, which is in the midst of the throne, shall feed them. They shall lead them into the living fountains of water. And the Father, the Most High, he shall wipe away the tears from their eyes. First resurrection. Okay. So let's look at the first resurrection real quick. A little off topic, but I'll go into it. Okay. So here. This this angel, remember there's going to be an angel released out of Bama's pit? Okay. This is going to be, again... After the thousand years. But during the time of um, tribulation, there's going to be an angel released out of the bottom. Yeah, it's going to happen again. Because it's only right that he be tempted, that the people during the thousand year millennium be tempted as well. But this is where we want to go. I saw the thrones, thrones of what? Judgment. They that sat upon them. Okay? Judgment was given to them. I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Yeshua. Okay? And for the word of the Most High God, okay? And which had not worshipped the beast, okay? Okay? Neither his image, okay? You don't love your life to work. You ain't getting the vaccination. You're not getting that because you got to work. The sorrowful excuse. Neither have received his mark in their foreheads. Okay? That's your allegiance to what you're going to do. You're going to do that despite anything else. In their hands, they have lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. They're in the first resurrection. But the rest of the dead live not again until what? The thousand years were finished. This is the what? The first resurrection. Now, bless, these are the saints of the Most High, blessed is he that hath part in the first resurrection, on such the second death have no power. 
but he shall be what? Priest of the Most High God and of Yeshua and shall reign with him what? A thousand years. So there are no priests right now. Okay. So, yes, there are priests, but not as what people think. Okay? Let's see about right. this here. Let's go to First Peter, second chapter. Okay? So the, the, the priesthood is about curing people of their sickness and diseases spiritually. Okay? Getting out of bondage. What does a priest do? What does a priest do? So let's look at what a priest does. So, uh, let me see. Authority to perform, minister religious rites. Usually we see priests in the Old Covenant. We see them, their, their religious rites, their sacrifices. We're doing spiritual sacrifices. But usually they perform it to the people, the public. Okay? So when you're preaching the gospel and you're helping people to heal, you say repent for the kingdom has at hand, that is the work of a priest to bring them to salvation. That's what priests are doing. Even to have the Holy Spirit to heal people. Okay? So that's the work of a priest, to do those things. Now you look at Paul, Paul said, hey, I wasn't come to um, baptize, he was come to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. So who will be a priest to the Gentiles? And that's what we have to look at. So right here it says, you are lively stones built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices not of the old, but of the new. By your fruit of the Spirit, right? So that people can receive of that and can be healed. If people are not being healed, they're, they're not a priest. Okay? But it's salvation. It's understanding salvation. He says, Wherefore it is contained in the Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious. He that believeth in him shall not be confounded. It starts with Yeshua. The gospel is the foundation for the God, for the priesthood. The gospel is. Okay? Not anything else. But unto you being but unto you therefore believe he is precious, but unto them which believe but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed the same is made the head of the corner. A lot of us stumbling, a lot of us become a rock of offense to our own people. Why? Because we make them stumble being disobedient to the gospel. Okay. He says, we're yeah, teaching both children. doctrines. They're teaching some other doctrine. They're not teaching the same, you know, what he talks about. He says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priest of the holy nation, a peculiar people, which you should do what? Show forth praises of him that have called you out of darkness to a marvelous light. The only way you're going to do that with the gospel. We went over that last Shabbat. So that's the thing. We, we've covered that last Shabbat with this one, you know, the gospel. So just to give you a little bit about that. He says, there's ministers transforming themselves to righteousness. All right? Um, let me see. I think that's 11. Maybe not. This second Corinthians is probably most likely. Right? Yeah. So he says, if, if he come and preach of another Yeshua, okay, he's just using to fulfill his own prophecies. A lot of us, we love the doctrines. We love the praise. We love the commandments of men. He says not to do that. So if anyone preaches another, you know, Yeshua, we have not preached. Or if you receive another spirit, which you have not received, a Gentile spirit, another gospel. Okay, another gospel. Ain't but one gospel. That's what you got to do. That's it. Okay? So if you do something according to this, not what the gospel says, 
which you have not accepted, you might, you might, yeah. So that's just that's just it, you know. That's just it. So you you don't want to be corrupted by those things, all right? Um, so we look at the gospel. Um, we see that in Matthew twenty-eight, all right? This is the gospel here, all right? I'm just give you a short short synopsis of it. But he says right here, Yeshua spoke to them, says all power is given to him, right, heaven and earth. He says, go, therefore, teach all nations, baptize in them. As we've seen in Revelation, we've seen nations, languages, tongues, and all that stuff, kindreds, people. This is what he's talking about. Baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, that's the same name, Yeshua, and of the Holy Spirit. Because once you baptize them to repentance, they receive the Holy Spirit. Gospel, teach you to observe all things wherever I command you. Okay? These are the things we're talking about right here. Okay? All right, let's take a look at Revelation 12. Because once the war is made and the woman, she flees away from uh, the woman. The woman. Who's the woman? Zion. Once she flees, once she delivers herself, as we read earlier, once she delivers herself out of Babylon, what about the rest of the her seed? Those that, that have the word, but they're still in the European country. It says the dragon was war with the woman. He made he went and made war with the remnant of her seed. Okay, so whatever that looks like, my goodness. I mean, you've been watching movies, my goodness. Movies are coming to a theater near you. All right, that's what's going to happen. But you know, they keep the keep the testimony of Yeshua, and you will get the resurrection regardless. And it's just where you are. If you're not, if you didn't get the time you needed to get the testimony, then um, time is up. You have to be taught by King David. All right. So fear not them, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid, that shall not be known. Okay. What I tell you in darkness, that I speak to you in light, and what you shall hear in the ear, that preach you on a housetop. You're going to have to leave everything. It's up to you. But he says, fear not them which can kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, okay? But rather fear him, who? Your Father in heaven, which is able to destroy both the soul and the body in hell, okay? We do the right thing. We don't take the mark in the image of his name. We don't do that, okay? This is what's going to happen to some of the torment that, you know, will people will experience. We were in Revelation 6 a little earlier. Um, here's just a little things people will experience, here, Okay? We read about those four sword judgments that are going to take place, the famine, the pestilence, the sickness, diseases, um, the sword, you know, taking peace out of earth, killing one another. And um, famine, you also have no uh, no food, but also it's going to be hard to, to buy and sell. It's really going to be hard to do that. Okay, So right here we start to see it says, we see another sign here about the saints here. Um, actually, we'll read this right here because a lot of people may not believe that people are going to heaven. But yeah, we're going to heaven, and that's where the resurrection takes place at. Okay, and the angels gather together the elect. Where they got? Why the angels got to come down and gather you? Because you got to go to heaven. That's why you don't have wings to go into heaven. The angels they got ways to take you there. All right. So it's a, remember, it's an innumerable amount of angels. They're coming down. And how many of us? It's an innumerable amount. So an amount of angels up there, an amount of people right here down on earth, they got to gather all of us. Out of this thing. It's going to be innumerable. That's why you see all the angels that say, hey, I got you. I got you. You're going to be standing there with your angels. They got you. 
All right, so the fifth seal, okay, there's six seals, seven seals. When he opened up the, the fifth seal under the altar, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain by the word of who? The Almighty God, okay? The testimony which they had, they held. Okay, you got to have a testimony, sure, the spirit of prophecy. That's how you get into this resurrection here. That's how the angels gather together, the elect. And they cry with a loud voice saying, how long, how long? Because you, you're in a land, love us, we're going to be in a land of our captives. How long? How long? Brothers, brothers climbing up from the earth like Abel. Okay, how long? How long? And he says, uh, Holy Tree, do you not judge avenge our blood on them that dwell on earth? And white robes were given to every one of them, and it was said to them that they should rest a little season. A little season. We know that time is three and a half years. Okay? And a little bit after that. Because we get the resurrection, we'll be in heaven while this is taking place. Well, those who are in heaven, they will be with us. When the resurrection takes place, how long? Three and a half years. Until their fellow, fellow servants as, and their brethren shall be killed as they were, shall be fulfilled. Who are their fellow brethren? We're going to see there's two witnesses who are going to be prophesying during the three and a half years. Okay? So, as you see here, this is the wrath a lot, a lot will be experiencing here. Okay? So in those days, sun will be darkened. The moon shall not give her light. It will become his blood. We see the stars fall from heaven. And so what people are going to say to these mighty men, the kings of earth, they say, hide us from the wrath of the Lamb. Okay? Hide us from that great day of wrath is come. Who is able to stand? Like, who is able to stand? Like, you don't want to be in the land of the Gentiles. Who's able to stand? So just to go back here and say, okay, what about these fellow servants? Okay, we have two witnesses here. They got to prophesy. They got to prophesy. Okay, right about here. Okay. Yeah. But so we've been talking about Africa. We've been talking about how. So are you saying, okay, but, but we just said that the angels, you know, we just read that the angels are going to come and they're going to gather the saints. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm I'm in my mind. I know I probably shouldn't think so much, but why does it matter where you are? Why does it matter where you are? What what matters is what you have to endure. Right. Okay. That's. I I knew it was a simple explanation, and I was thinking it was something along that line. And and we shouldn't be so hasty to gather around the or want to still be around the Gentiles. I get it. So is okay. so that's just the reason is that it's it's how much we will have to endure. Is what you as to where remember, our geographical remember, locations. Remember, things are going to get hard and rough for everybody. He would not prepare the place for the bride if there wasn't that concern for his people. Mm-hmm. He would not be talking about the wilderness. Okay. He didn't love right. us. He didn't love us. He didn't care about it, but he know it's, it's going to be awful. If you read Joel, you see how awful it'll be to a lot of people. And you think you got people? So many people are going to miss it. They, I mean, there are not there are people that are not going to be able to endure. Well, you know, whatever it is, but yeah, whatever it is. You know, yeah, it's, it's about making your calling and election sure. Okay, whatever you have to do to do that, you want to make time. You want to make time for that. Okay. And if you have a ministry, if you didn't make your ministry made known on the earth, then you know your time is short. 
So go where your ministry is going to be allowed to flourish, where you can be called in the first resurrection. You have work to do. You just don't get there just because, oh, I've been keeping the Shabbat. This right. is the work that has to be done. Okay, this is the work. we got two witnesses. Why are these two witnesses here prophesying to the people? That's work that we all have to do. He says, I will give power to my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy how long? How long? A thousand? thousand two hundred and three score days. That's the same time. Three and a half years. That's the same time a woman's going to be in the wilderness. If, it, if this wasn't so important, we wouldn't see until the day of resurrection, you got to do this. We see the same thing, Revelation 10 chapter. We'll go right here. What is this right here? He, the seventh angel. See the seventh angel right here? The mighty angel. The seventh angel here. Okay, he got a rainbow. This is a big angel here. Seven thunders come out of him. The seventh angel here. Okay? So this angel here with a lion's voice, I mean, it's, it's really strong. you know. But anyway, this is really important. He says, the angel said to him, give me the little book. Take it. It's going to go in your bed. It's going to be bitter. People don't know what they're going to face. It's going to be bitter. But it shall be in your mouth sweet as honey. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand. I ate it, and it was in my mouth. It was sweet. And as soon as I ate it, my belly became bitter. He said to me, do what? Prophesy. That's the gospel. And give it to those. That's what you got to do. Okay? You see the same thing here. Like, this is what got to be done. Make sure a saint is, you don't care about your life, it's about the life of other people bringing them to the kingdom. That makes you a saint. You don't, lo you don't love your life to death, but you brought people to the kingdom. We've seen this in Daniel 12. You got to make sure wherever you go, wherever you are, you're able to do this. You stay here and whatever you are, if you're in this, you're able to do this, do it. Doesn't matter. So if you're able to do it, hey, your goal is to do this. If you've done the work, you get everlasting life. So he says here, they shall that be she wise, they shine the brightness of ferment. Why? Why are they gonna be why they why are they so wise? What do they do? This is what they did right here. He said, Many are gonna be purified, but the wicked shall not understand, none of them are gonna understand. But let me see, maybe I skipped it. Okay. Um they see them does a week everlasting life. But he says they're gonna turn them to righteousness. Now let me get that. I'm just skipping it. Right here. Number three. Okay. So the wise shall shine the brightness of ferment, and they that shall turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Okay, right there. So that's the job. That's the job. How can you turn people to righteousness without bringing them to salvation. So, we see the same thing, Revelation 12. Yeah, Revelation 21. Okay. We've got a job to do. Alright, Revelation, actually 22. Thanks for coming yeah. closer to the mic. Okay. <laughs> All right, so now we see this in Revelation 22. He said, the spirit and the bride say, the Holy Spirit and the bride, the saints of the Most High says, come here and let him that is thirsty come. Whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. 
I testify to every man that heareth the words of this prophecy of this book. If any man shall add to these things, the Most High God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. We see his plagues against Babylon. If any man shall take away the words in this book of this prophecy, the Most High God shall take away his part of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Okay? So he says, testify, he which testify these things, surely I come quickly. Now he tell you, when he comes, he says, uh, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keeps the sayings of prophecy in his book. So if you're not keeping the prophecy, we keep seeing prophecy, we don't understand. The, spirit, the testimony of Yeshua is the spirit of prophecy. Now he says here, 12, and they behold, behold, I come quickly. My reward is with me to give every man according to his work shall be. What is your works that you may enter the first resurrection? What is your works? Blessed is he that do his commandments that they may have right to what? The tree of life to enter into the gates wow. of the city. Okay? It's all about, mm-hmm. he says, prophesying to the nations. Okay? So you, we have work to do. Wherever you're able to do that work, hey, good. If you got a good chance of doing it here, great. Okay? So if you get cut off by okay. the time, then you, yeah. I have a question. Okay. It's not, Okay. It's more curiosity than anything. So I know that the men are the 144,000 as a woman. I know that there's work to be done. You know, I'm sure that I'm doing some of that work, but okay. So when I marry a man that knows who he is and knows that he's part of that 144,000, my work then is to support him in his efforts to wake up the nation. Am I correct? I mean, no man, I, I, no, no man, no man will be married. That's part of 144,000. No, I understand. I'm talking about here as a part of, okay, you want to be a part of the first resurrection, right? You well, yeah, find a wife. And well, a you, saint, you. Well, yeah. Anyone can, be a, anyone can be a saint, whether you married or not. Anyone can be a saint. Right. So it doesn't matter whether you marry or not. Uh, no, I'm not making this clear. I'll, I'll think about it no. and then I'll make it more clear. No, I understand. No, but the, the, but the thing okay. is, but the thing is, when 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 they are married, when a man and woman are married, um, they are one flesh before him. So, the word that you do speak, it is it is the life that is it is the ministry. So you're one ministry to bring people to the kingdom. Okay. Okay. Yes. So, so it's not it's not it's not, a, it's not an individual report. You know, you say right. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. That that's what I'm talking about right there. Because yes, you know, report. of course. Right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. That'll so leave anyway. around five. Okay. <laughs> well, I know. think I, yeah, I think we're good. I think we are almost finished here. Okay. I don't want so, you to stop. I just have to leave around five. I've, I've got somewhere I've got to be, but it's okay. good stuff. I just wanted to let you know we were almost finished here. So this is Matthew 24, and these are things to bring us back to remembrance. He says, Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall not pass away, but my word shall not pass away. But of that day, the hour, the day, the hour, no man knoweth, nor the not any angels in heaven. Because the angels, they got a job to do. They got to come down and get us. So, um, to gather the elect. But as the days of Noah were, so else, so also shall it be a come coming of the Son of Man be. 
For as the days they were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying, giving in marriage, until the day of Noah entered into the ark. And they knew not the flood came, and they took them away. They took them all away, and so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. That's how it's going to be. You know, a lot of people are not going to know when it happens. Um, they're just going to be thinking everything is happening the way it's happening. All right. Psalm 25. 125. And they that trust in the Most High shall be as what? Mount Zion. That's how we know it's a bride, which cannot be what? Removed, but abideth forever. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Most High is round about his people from henceforth forever. For the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous, lest the righteous put forth their hands to iniquity. Do good, O Most High, unto those that be good. And to them that are upright in their hearts, as for such turn aside unto their crooked ways, the Most High shall lead them forth with the workers of iniquity. But peace shall be upon Israel. Shalom.